Hi. The Common Man and T-Bone podcast is brought to you by Care Heating and Cooling. Cold or sweaty is no way to go through life. Call my guys at Care Heating and Cooling for all your heating and cooling needs. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. And stay tuned after the podcast for special bonus content from past shows. You got them all hot. Bye. Welcome to the home of stupid. That's right. You are now listening to Common Man and T-Bone. All that stuff would change. Just be like, now Tuesday and Wednesday is the new Saturday, Sunday. So I don't know if that would actually matter. All right, good call. What about you? No, nah, I wasn't listening. I don't care. Doesn't matter. You asked the question. I know, but I just wanted you to waste two minutes, and you've done <laughs> it. Thank you. Featuring Panama Ted, imported from Panama. Thank you, Ted. You suck. Rihanna Ray on traffic. Five minute delay. And a bunch of internet sounds that make no sense. To reach around the guy. <laughs> you gotta squat and be ready. <laughs> Balls on his chest. <laughs> Strap in and strap it on. This is Man and Bone. <laughs> Happy Tuesday. Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. Eddie's back today, too. Just for one day. Because then he's on, off again can't. tomorrow. What are you thinking? You're going to expect Ted to be in here every single day? Must be nice, Ted. It is kind of nice. Must be nice. It off is. on Monday, come here and slum with us on Tuesday, yeah. and then off again on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Must be nice. It is. Almost like B Carp getting a three week vacation. It must <laughs> be nice. Not that nice for me though. Hey, old B Carp almost had himself an early vacation today. Did you hear about that? No. Little little sleepy time in the morning. Oh, sleepy? Show started off. No BC. Oh, he was sleepy. Yeah. Maybe we, he woke up and got there. He's good. All right. But I heard that uh, Beamer started off the show was oh, looking I a bet little. Beamer had some <laughs> poo poo in his panties. <laughs> Well, it was him and Shark. They were hanging out doing know, the show. but I know that feeling. Well, for those who don't listen to Morning Juice, 6 to 9 a.m., you should listen every morning. But if you don't listen, right at the start of their show, they do a segment that's all about dates and what happened today and what was going well, on in history. they had last night. I said, no, both <laughs> these guys are married. They're going, going out on dates. No, they talk right. about what happened on this date, okay. historical facts and what holidays are, you know, today, well, on, all that on stuff. On this date, Bobby overslept for the show. Right. So they were both uh, panicking a little bit, saying, oh, I don't have any. Bobby's going to have to do all that. Bobby's the one who puts all that together. So they, they got him on there, and it all was right, good. 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 Uh, big show today. I don't know. Maybe. Inside the NFL, coming up at 348. Rapid fire. Rapid fire. Four o'clock hour. Game show in the five o'clock hour. What's the game this well, week, Well, speaking of dates and things that happened on this date... In 1911, so 110 years ago today, Norwegian Roald Amundsen My guy. made it to the South Pole. Good First person ever to make it to the South Pole. And so in honor of that momentous accomplishment, we are going to do Facts About Antarctica, a game I'm calling Know Your Pole. What about uh, Pole Assassin? And Paul, her pole assassin will Would you be like there. To touch my monkey? She actually will be doing her own South Pole expedition later on this year, what from what you, I understand. What if you have a best friend who's Polish? That could also be know your pole. I guess it could be. Now, I found out about this Roald Amundsen, Amundsen guy. He apparently did this, and another guy was doing it at the same time to get to the South Pole. They were both trying to be the first 
1911. Race to the pole. Race to the pole. Now, here's the problem. The other guy got there like two months later. And, you know, he popped open a bottle of whatever they brought with them. What a bummer for that no, guy. No, no, He was like happy. He's like, yeah, we did it. We, we made it. And then turns out he didn't realize it had already occurred. Well, that's what I mean. He and, probably and, thought he was the first yeah, one because they well, didn't have cell phones back then. Yeah, he didn't get like a, you know, <laughs> a push notification saying, oh, you're the second one. Sorry, someone else beat you. You're two months late, but yeah. hopefully those toes grow back. Well, it sadly didn't work out for that guy. I read a little bit more about him, and uh, no. South Pole, no? Not, not nice to him. Oh. Row out Umminson, though. Dead? Yeah, died oh, on the way no. back. Oh, died right on the way, way back. That's the worst. Everyone. You'd rather die there, oh, not that, on the way back. The, the South Pole expedition that these two went on, like, so Row out Umminson took sled dogs and went to the South Pole and got there, right? The other guy brought, like, horses dogs oh, man. a canoe like he brought all this he was like i don't know how we're gonna get there but we're taking everything we got and then they said later on is like well they got out there and a couple people couldn't make it even starting out they had problems they had to shoot all the horses and that was they'd eat the horses i guess and to survive of course you do. and then they finally got there thought they'd made it and then he made it back and well, he didn't make it back. He didn't get back to base camp and they found him. Did like you ever a year hear later. about the Shackelford expedition? No, I don't think I had. That was a big South Pole expedition. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it was uh, it was harrowing where they were stuck on an island and Well, that's what iced Antarctic in. is. But right. then then they found their way to another remote island. How they have we have no idea. But anyway, read about that. I'm I'm doing it justice. In my description. So there was a guy named Shackelford. <laughs> he decided and to go to the South Pole. He hopped around a little bit. Hilarity anyway. ensued. Some died. But pretty much everybody made it because they ate seals. Does it not fascinate you what... Like what... These people had to be obsessed with going to the South Pole. Or the North Pole. Or whichever pole they were trying to get to. Right? Because you don't do that in 1911. Well, they were obsessed. They were searching for fame and fortune and... And I was I was reading a thing on World War One not too long ago, and how you know World War One breaks out in Europe, and as soon as America sort of jumped into things, people ran to sign up. Oh right, okay. you know because oh we're gonna go to Europe, and it's like yes, but you're gonna go over there and you're gonna have a fight gun. and probably die. At you. It's like yes, but our lives here are so pathetic, we must go. And so their lives were so bad. That the concept of warfare in Europe was pleasant to them. That's how bad their lives like, were. I'm quite sure the I'll guy travel. who's obsessed with the South Pole is not living in the lap of luxury, the upper class of society. Well, not all of but some of these guys were. Some of them were. I'm saying the intelligence level to get there. Some of these people were very well educated to know a where they how they could even get there and do this. But yes, they would bring people along with them who were doing a lot of the work, who obviously were not in the upper class, right? But some of these guys were like richer right, people well, of their day. I don't know what the hell I'm Maybe talking they were, about. You know, it wasn't, wasn't Jeff Bezos, right? Bezos is going to space? Yeah, good for him. Was it, what, well, near, I'm, I'm just you, saying. That, that's like me saying I made an electric car. It's like, what'd you do? It's like, oh, I, I stuck a Duracell on the top of my car. Like, you're not actually making an electric car. space? No, I'm poo-pooing his version of space. You tell me you go to space, I expect to see a picture of the Earth from away. 
You're still Earth from away. On, like the whole Earth. If you can't see the whole circle, the whole globe. There's no circle. I'm sorry. If you can't see the flat disc and Kyrie Irving's, you know, land of mystery, then you then you did not go to space. You went high. You went up there. You spent all that That's money. That's not as big of a selling point. Yeah, I'm hey, saying. Blue Origin goes high. What's it called again? Is it a Blue Origin? Oh, I was thinking of something else. Okay. Well, Go ahead. Blue orgy is <laughs> what I thought you said. <laughs> All I know is if you take me to space, if I'm Michael Strahan and I get to go on a free ride to space, which is what he did, and then after you get back, it's like, so where are your pictures from space? And you're like, here you go. And it's like, well, this is all I see is the earth. And I see, I guess, a little sky, but it's, you're just in a very high plane. That's all you're in. All right. Go to space. I want to see the whole Earth. That's what I want to see. Blue orgy. Good for that. The Smurfs are just doing it up there <laughs> in space. It's the blue orgy. <laughs> I'm blue and I'm a die. I'm, a die. I, I'm not even. Sucks. The question I want to ask is, what is Papa Smurf's involved? And then I just said, no, I don't want to know. Don't I don't want to? Smurf is popping by Viagra. No, I, <laughs> I don't want to. Warding off dementia. He shouldn't be involved. Oh, that's right. For dementia purposes. Yes, not that's for, why he's not popping. for blue orgy purposes. I got it. Okay, much better. He pops those blue pills. Sure, right. I'm blue and I'm a die. I'm a die. <laughs> Do you know any more of the song, or is that all you got? That, oh, yes, the <laughs> smash it. The wonderful lyrics. Yes. I don't even know what that's. I have. I still to this day do not know any of the lyrics to that song other than "I'm blue." Yeah, I. I don't think most people do. I don't have it here. Okay. I was going to play that's it for bad. you. Well, that's all right. Joey Bosa. Oh, no, has I it. Ha- no, I have it. Play it. I bet you Bosa loves it. Yeah, it's right in that mix. Put Yo, this on in the kiki. See, they give you a story. Hang on. I just want to be clear. I don't consider this part of the lyrics because you're just saying things. I'm talking about the song. This is longer than I thought it was. It's really annoying. They don't play this at the club. All the clubs no. I go to, they cut this right out. He ain't got nobody. Let's go. Oh, we got to have a big delay. Papa Smurf. I didn't realize there was so much uh, auto-tune going on on that lyric. Oh, what did you think it was? Whitney Houston singing? <laughs> no, I'm just saying it's very, very pitchy, dog. That's what I bet I'm you, though, if you go to a club today, yeah. they are playing this song. Right, but they're not playing that stupid intro part that no, no. one cares. Who needs the backstory on the blue person? <laughs> Who's know. waiting there like, well, what's his motivation? Nothing. Who cares? He's blue. Lars wrote that song. <laughs> I got to tell you, I think we need to know something about this blue guy. Brad Larson? About the Blue Jackets? Yes. Playing in Vancouver tonight, we need to know something about the blue guy. <laughs> yeah, Lars Ulrich would write a pretentious backstory to a techno song that no one cares about. All right. Should we start the show for real? I Sure. All right. Football last night. Rams with a big road win against the Cardinals. That was, uh, it, that was an excellent performance by them good for it them it was an excellent performance they were shorthanded because they had some covid news before the game and you know cardinals coming off the bye you'd think they'd be ready to go it's fair though to ask if cliff kingsbury him too and kyler murray can handle big moments because they're very talented 
They've won some games. They put up some numbers. But they really haven't been tested that much. They were tested last night. And in fairness, a lot of people are going to fail the test when you're playing against that defense. But like I just said, this was a reeling Rams team missing some pieces. Cardinals at home couldn't pull it out. Yeah, I think that's a fair question to ask. And it's it's a question you're going to ask anytime you haven't actually seen a team get over the hump and make it to the next level. And the Cardinals may be in the process of doing that. But they know a team they're going to have to try to do that against is this Rams team. So, And those questions, by the way, still exist for Matt Stafford. Uh, Matt Stafford was do. good last night, and Matt Stafford's been in the league for a long time. Hasn't played a ton of big games in this well, league. Well, and, and that was a big one last night, and he showed up and played well. Now, am I allowed to point out that Odell Beckham Jr. has had three straight games where he's caught a touchdown pass? Is he still the Browns' problem on offense? Because it seems like... The situation involved the Browns and OBJ, and everyone said it was OBJ's fault that that offense sucked. He goes elsewhere and is doing fine. I'm not saying he's the best receiver in the league or anything, but he's effective in that offense and scoring touchdowns. Meanwhile, the Browns offense still sucks. So maybe we could someday later break all that down as to whose fault it was, but I think OBJ was not the problem with the Browns. I think we can put that little storyline to bed. Brown's dealing with some problems, um, maybe some behind-the-scenes issues with Kevin Stefanski and Baker, and some COVID issues. We'll discuss them next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident on 4th Street south of 670. It is causing some slowdowns in this area. Please be careful as they get things cleaned up. Let's find slowdowns on I-71 southbound between 670 and East Broad Street. Traffic report is sponsored by Meyer. Santa Bucks are here at your neighborhood Meyer, and you decide what's on sale. You can save up to $50 on the things you want most, like general merchandise, apparel, shoes, or health and beauty care items. Save even more all week long with Santa Bucks and Meyer. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Their collective IQ is lower than they think it are. Back to Man and Bone. Happy Tuesday. Sorry, the first segment sucked. We'll, we'll do better. You didn't like learning about the uh, South Pole? You no, I mean, like I like that part of it. your pole? I don't know if we need the, you know, Smurf orgies and... Stuff like that. Maybe you, Actually, do, you, know maybe what? We you do. don't need it, we but do. some people definitely do need I it. I do need it. Okay. Uh, Brown's problems today. So they had to work virtually because they have several positive COVID tests. Do you have the list of the players? Because they did release um, Yeah, list. I can pull it back up real quick. Jarvis Landry's on it. Um, who else is on it? Uh, Wyatt Teller is on right. it. Hang on. Uh, let's see who else we have here. Austin Hooper, Jedrick Wills, Tack McKinley, defensive end, Palm returner JoJo Natson, backup guard Drew Forbes, reserve tight end Ross Travis. So I don't know the vaccination status of these guys. I mean, obviously, if they are vaccinated, then they just need to throw two negative tests which in a tw- within a 24-hour period, and you know they could, in theory, play this week. Now, they are playing on Saturday this week, yeah, which complicates things. Help. 
Now, according to this story, a source told ESPN all eight players are vaccinated. Okay. So the the reason, if you didn't see this, there's been an uptick in COVID positives yesterday in the NFL. We kind of mentioned this briefly. And the reason for that is not, not that there is more COVID going around. There's that. But also the fact that vaccinated players are only tested once a week, and that usually is on Mondays. So all these players popped a positive test because they're only tested once a week. So other players like David Njoku and Anthony Walker, they missed the game last week because they were on the COVID list, and they have still yet to be activated. Maybe that they get those two back, and then many of these players are also able to play this weekend if they throw the negative test, like you said, but that is a really frustrating thing. I mean, I guess the way it could work for the Browns is if those players, let's say, contracted COVID at some point Tuesday, Wednesday of last week, so they weren't in last week's testing, they've had it in their system, but they've been asymptomatic and fine, and now they're throwing a positive test. Maybe they are almost out of it, right? Maybe it'll, because of that. Yeah, I mean, it could be. Look, the reality is... This is an issue that everybody's going to have to deal with, right? I mean, this is not going away anytime soon. Sports mirrors society. Cases continue to go up. They will continue to go up. I'm not here to discuss variants and this and that. I will tell you that the NFL has mandated booster shots. Everybody in the league has to have a booster shot by December 27th. That is all players. That is all coaches. That is all people that work in the front office. That has to be done. Will that help with this issue? I don't know. I mean, the season's almost over by that point, but... Well, they're they're worried about having this happen during the playoffs, right? Well, or, of course. Or even, or even in the final... The final week of the season is January 9th, correct? Now that we're in week seven... You know, we have 18 weeks of the season, 17 games. I believe the last weekend is the weekend of the 9th. So having it all done by New Year's would... Yes, that would still, you would think, be an effort to try to help minimize the effect. Again, if, if players have the vaccine they do not have to sit out a minimum 10 days. They can they can be back in as quickly as they can throw two negative tests. So hopefully that can happen for some of these players, if not all of them. More bad news. Kevin Stefanski says that Kareem Hunt is unlikely to play on Saturday. Well, go ahead and shut the offense down then. Because if you, I, what I've heard is if you have one of your two running backs shut down, then you just can't, you can't run them. You can't use the offense at all. It doesn't work. He was also asked, Kevin Stefanski was, what he made of Baker Mayfield's comments on Sunday after the game where he said that, you know, Baker said there were some internal things that need to be worked out between he and the team. And Kevin Stefanski said, I'm not sure exactly what he was referring to. I talk to Baker every week, every day, so I think we have a good line of communication. He says, again, I would tell you with Baker and all of our guys, constant open line of communication, so you will always address anything that's on people's minds. Specific to that, I don't have a specific answer to that comment. Yeah, I, I wonder if if part of what Baker was getting at is these things we've heard from Mary Kay Cabbage, a.k.a. Cabot, who has said that Baker feels like the the team talking so much about his injuries and how that's affected the offense, he's not a fan of that. I don't know why he's not a fan of that. I mean, it the reality is there. Everyone can see that this offense is limited. Is the team talking about it? Well, like what, I know they're talking about it because they go in every single press conference and people ask about it as they should. Sure. 
But but I think maybe what is being brought up here is that Baker wants it to be stop saying that my injury is affecting the offense, right? Like stop making me the scapegoat for that. And and I understand if that is where his if if that's if I'm reading that right and I'm understanding that right, if that's his position, that's fine. That's very noble. But on the other side of that, what is Kevin Stefanski supposed to say if one of the things that is limiting your offense is the fact that your banged up quarterback can't do as much? Like Baker Mayfield has not been as effective this year as he was this no, time last the, the year. The offense is not executing properly. Now, I know they got the victory on Sunday, but the offense was still inconsistent, especially in that second half. Now, maybe you can just toss that off and say, well, they were up big in that game, and so they just, you know, they went conservative, and Kevin Stefanski won't make that mistake again. All right, but this has been an ongoing issue. Not just Baker's play, which has not been up to par for whatever reason. Sure. But Kevin Stefanski's play calling. You talk about it all the time, Bone. Yeah, of course. You know, you got a guy who's got the job. Because he's an offensive genius, refuses to give up play calling, yet the offense hasn't scored more than 20 points in what, two months? Well, and, and this time last year, the offense looked amazing. It, it, it had rounded back into form, was, was doing very well this time last year. And so I don't think it's wrong to question why that is. Injuries can't excuse all of this away. I'm sorry. No, they can't. And I don't, and I don't by the way. I, I still don't like the idea that people will say, well, Browns can't be expected to run the football when they've got this many injuries. Other teams find a way to do it. And if Baker is out there saying, I'm good to go and stop talking about my injuries, I'm out there playing, I'm doing it, fine. Then let's stop doing that and let's look at what is the problem. Let's say Baker is fine. Is is that Baker's way, I guess, of saying that the offensive play calling is not up to snuff and he could be doing a lot better if we were getting better calls in I don't I don't know if that's the right way to read that but I think there are a mixture of problems occurring for the Browns one of them certainly are injuries Uh, the injury problem is real one of them is Baker Mayfield has been wildly inconsistent for whatever reason he's been inconsistent and the play calling has been questionable and I don't think that you can pin it on any one thing there I think all those things factor in but Kevin Stefanski's job is to overcome the other issues and be a better play caller and get more out of this offense. That is your job as coach is you take what you're given every week and you make the most of it. We had a tremendous beatdown last night. Details coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident on 4th Street south of 670. This accident does involve injuries. Please be very careful over here as things begin to clear. You'll also find some slow traffic on I-71 southbound between 670 and East Broad Street. Traffic is backed up in that area. Starving report is sponsored by BioNTech and Pfizer. Festivals, football, the great outdoors. Some people say fall is the best time of year. May also be a great time to consider getting vaccinated against COVID-19. Sponsored by BioNTech and Pfizer. And Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. 
your undisputed leader in talking about nothing. This is Man and Bone. I have a few thoughts for you. First all right. of all, Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by Hinder Motorsports here on The Fan. And Teddy, I think I forgot to do it yesterday. So let me do it twice. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by Hinder Motorsports here on The Fan. <laughs> That's what happens when I'm not here. You want me to That's get right. tomorrow for you, too? Yeah. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by Hinder Motorsports. <laughs> Love those guys. Fans. I don't think that's how that works. Like, I think you'll still have to do it tomorrow well, for what it's worth. I just took care of it. Okay, good. Uh, I, don't, I don't watch a lot of ESPN programming. I don't watch a lot of NBA programming. It's not in my wheelhouse, but we have it on in here. We have NBA Today on ESPN. Mm-hmm. And the host of this show is Malika Andrews. I have not encountered her before. Let me tell you something. She's okay. Oh yeah, she's a, she's okay. She's, she's been a very fast riser in the uh, journalism world. I know she is uh, like was named by Forbes to be one of their thirty under thirty well, in the I, that's sports. The other industry. thing I was like, going to say is that there once upon a time I would turn on the TV and see everybody older than me. Now I turn on the TV and there is a 26-year-old woman who could be Miss America looking back at me and smiling at me. Yeah, right. But she's, I, this is the crazy thing. Like, she's she's got the talent to do this. She's on television doing this. And yeah, good for her, man. 26 years old on ESPN. Like, leading a, like yeah. a big-time and NBA show on this network. She's good at it, too. It's crazy, man. I was, she's doing like a little walk and talk. I hate it when producers do this where it's like, yeah, we're going to have you walk over here and you have to maintain constant eye contact with the camera, then sit at the desk, then start friendly banter. And she, she did, did it all and made it seem well, effortless. Because she's doing this NBA Today show with Richard Jefferson, who was Richard at the desk. Richard Jefferson. So she got up, walked away. There was no one else at the desk that I recalled. And then she's, you know, throws to some other thing. They cut away for a little bit. They come back. She's still standing. When she goes to sit back down, Richard Jefferson has just appeared on the set. That's a very interesting way to do it. But yeah, you're right. That's not easy. I saw here also, apparently, her younger sister, Kendra Andrews, covers the Warriors. Oh, for well, NBC Sports Bay Area. NBA, uh, NBA, what? NBC Sports Bay Area. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm going to go out on a limb. And say that Malika Andrews not related to Matt Andrews may not be. I don't. I don't know. Probably not. Could if be wrong. She is. I'm hanging out with Matt Andrews more in hopes that he introduces <laughs> that's, that's, me that's, to his cousin Malika. It's not, not creepy at all. Not creepy at all. Hey, let me tell you, my. Are you doing the <laughs> know, Matt Andrews sorry. impression? Well, you, you weren't going to do it. What do you mean? You shied away from it. Yeah, I, I did it. It's Go nice. Ahead, do Fine. it. Do it. No, it's you're, is, now. I'm giving you. I'm on. giving you a scenario. You are Matt Andrews. You are B. A. Matt Andrews mm-hmm. introducing me to his cousin Malika Andrews. I just want to be very clear with this impression. It only applies in certain situations. It is when Matt is just about when you're both about to leave somewhere, and he will give you like one more quick thing before I go. Okay, go ahead. And this is what he will say. Hey, if you're ever around, man, if you want to meet my cousin Malika, she's really great. Got to see her. She's awesome. She's really, she's really talented. She's smart. That's what she's doing. You're right. Matt great. goes into 
like he has a hernia then. But it's only when he's... Hey, I gotta tell you. It's like right at the end of the... Con- like normal conversation with Matt, it's fine. It's it, He doesn't have that voice. It's only... Or of course, when he's doing like broadcast stuff, he doesn't have that voice. It's only when he you're about to walk away from him that that voice comes in. And I don't know why that is. He insulted me yesterday. Why did he insult you? Matt Andrews. Because, what do you mean? Well, first of all, he was... It was me, Matt Andrews, and Timmy. Timmy Hall. And... Uh, I was just standing there minding my own business. Yeah. And I guess Timmy went on Matt's O&N radio sports magazine show. All right. Matt Andrews does a show for all the affiliates across the state. Very sports heavy. It's a very good show. And Timmy was an invited guest. And they did like 17 minutes. Okay, okay? sure. Talking, talking basketball. That's great. I'm quite sure. I, I hear them talking about the interview. I am not engaged in this conversation, but I'm standing with an earshot, just minding my own business. And Matt, I hear Matt say, well, it's not like this guy's going to come on. <laughs> and it's like, well, I, I said, well, I wasn't asked to come on. And, right. then, and then he says, well, what am I going to do? Talk 17 minutes of non-sports with you? <laughs> Jesus. <So> he, <laughs> well, what, what are we doing here? <laughs> well, maybe he realized, oh, I can't actually have him on because this I'll, goes I'll to come all on these affiliates. You want, Manny. This goes to all the affiliates. We can talk about your cousin Malika. <laughs> so was. he's ashamed of me. That's what I. That, he's ashamed of me and doesn't want to have me on his show. I mean, do you honestly blame him? Because he being thinks I'm just going to come. No, because you know I can be professional. He thinks I'm going to come on and talk about Pole Assassin's Monkey. I can do 17 minutes of straight sports. I just choose not to most days. That's true. We both choose not to do that. You more often than I do, but we both do choose not to do that. All right, can we talk about the beatdown from last night? Sure. <laughs> sure. Sure. Let's sure. do it. Go right ahead. Uh, women's college basketball, Georgia Southern beat Carver College last night. Uh, this is D1 buckets here. Uh-huh. Yeah. The final score of this game, Georgia Southern, 133, Carver College, 15. Mmm. 15. That's that's no good. Yikes. That sucks. The margin of 118 points trails the record of 129 set by Savannah State when it beat Wesleyan 155 to 26 on November 6, 2018. The women's record for a game involving two Division 1 teams is 108 points set by Baylor when it beat Winthrop. 140 to 32. Right. So on December 15th, 2016. Georgia Southern is Division 1. Right. Carver, Carver is, is, not. is not. Right. That's uh that is unfortunate. I did see uh Georgia Southern coach Anita Howard. Did you see her comments? No. She said hats off to Carver. This is one of our non-D1 opponents. So I talked to our kids about focusing on what we do. Well, they focused on it and they scored a lot of points. That's what you do. I assume Carver is named after George Washington Carver. Uh, I don't know. It may be. It does say here that it's a minuscule, historically black Bible college from Atlanta. And their men's basketball team last year during the pandemic also went around playing like random games against much better competition and getting smoked in that regard. So that's that's not great. I want to say if memory serves, look this up, Teddy. George Washington Carver was obsessed with the peanut Oh, he was. That and was I think one he of his invented peanut butter, didn't he? Many, many, I think you're right with peanut butter and many other inventions involving not just peanuts, but that was certainly one thing he, he was good at. I, 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 uh, I can't imagine losing 133 to 15, Mike, but I will say back in my days of touch and rim. Look at you. 
Uncle we played, Rico. We played, I, my little tiny Christian school that I went to played Marian Catholic. Do you? I don't know, for people who don't remember Marian Catholic, they were one of the better you know, high school programs oh, yeah, at the time. They had some really good teams. Well, they had a guy named Ed McCants who went on to go play at Northwestern, but he's known really for playing uh, with the, I want to say it was UW-Milwaukee. Well, it was a school like that where it's like a directional school in a state, in a city that has all the extra names on it. And then they went on to go in the NCAA tournament and make a run to like the Sweet 16. He was on that team that did that, but we played his team in high school. And our coach before the game probably had a similar speech to what this, you know, Carver College coach had to say, which is basically, guys, this is a really good team. We're going to go out there and we're going to play every single minute. No matter what the score is, we're going to play as hard as we can. And we have got to try to stop Ed McCants. And we had a guy who stepped up who was like, I'm gonna, coach, I got him. I got him. I'm going to guard him. I'm going to lock him down. Was that you? No. Oh. This guy Jesse that was on our team, and I and I, I remember I was I was sitting bench on varsity. I was a JV player, but I was sitting bench on varsity. I was a sophomore. This dude was a senior, and I'm like, all right, Jesse's gonna lock him down. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Fifty points later, Ed McCants is dunking on everyone. It was I found myself on the bench enjoying the show. You were cheering for the other team. Oh, I was praying not to get into this game. What and was I the was, final score of the game? Do you I remember? Was, I, they they put a hundred on us, and I don't. I think we maybe maybe broke fifty. I think he outscored our team. Like <laughs> All right. one guy outscored our team. So I I I wonder if the Carver players were sitting there going, "Look, this sucks for us, but this is actually crazy to watch. Look at how good they are. Wow, that's amazing." Teddy, George Washington Carver, peanut butter. Was I right? He did a lot of work with peanut butter, but he did not invent it. They said that you you could go back as far as the Aztecs who invented peanut butter. But he did a lot of work with it, and he was mistakenly credited with peanut butter. He also worked with uh, sweet potato products. Okay. I like how you put that, Ted. Sweet potato products. That was just a that was a very classy way of saying like worked with sweet potatoes and made a lot of things well, out of you sweet know potatoes. What? For all the stuff about Pole Assassin's Monkey, sometimes you learn something on this show. I take <laughs> right. great pride I'm in that. I'm glad to know that that's I didn't I didn't realize it wasn't his thing that he invented peanut butter. I thought he did. All the news and notes you need as we go inside the NFL coming up next. Speaking of Pole Assassin's Monkey, here's traffic with Leanna Ray, common man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Thanks, Mike. Watch out for a disabled vehicle on I-71 northbound to 4-5th Avenue. It is blocking the right side in this area. A disabled semi, please be cautious as it try to get things cleaned up. You'll also find an accident has cleared from 4th Street south of 670, but traffic is still slow as it recovers. This traffic report is sponsored by AutoZone. Get in the zone. The free AutoZone fix finder service can help troubleshoot the likely cause of your pesky check engine light for free and help you save time and money down the road. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust.
Come for the obesity, stay for the anger. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Inside the NFL, coming up in mere moments. Rapid fire in the 4 o'clock hour. Game show in the 5 o'clock hour. What's the game this week, Bob? Well, today we are going to do Know Your Pole. Facts about the South Pole and Antarctica. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Harbaugh says he's planning on Lamar Jackson playing this week against the Packers. He, of course, left the game against the Browns last week. All right. Well, that's, I guess, interesting because it was a sprained ankle, right? That's what they've yes. ultimately said it is. That can be tough to play on, but I'm surprised that it was so severe and knocked him out of the game, but not severe enough it's going to keep him out multiple weeks. Me too, especially John Harbaugh being so optimistic on um, Monday. R- right. Because these like, comments were yesterday. Not like this is something on Friday where it says, yeah, after you know all the stuff we did this week, he's it's responded well right. and he's feeling better and... That's I don't know why that strikes me as being weird, but it does. So, interesting. Inside the NFL, let's do it. Common Man and T-Bones Inside the NFL. Brought to you by my friend Dick Masheter Ford. Open 24-7 at MasheterFord.net. Bone. Well, my couple updates from the teams playing last night on Monday Night Football. DeAndre Hopkins and James Conner both having MRIs for the Cardinals. They both got hurt late in the game Monday night. And Cliff Kingsbury told reporters they're both getting MRIs done today. Uh, that would be for Hopkins. It's on his leg. Connor having one on his ankle as part of their injuries. Did not think either player has a serious injury, but the tests will show more. And hopefully we'll get that info later on today or tomorrow. Meanwhile, the news is not great for OBJ. Told you he had his third touchdown in three games, but he has now tested positive for COVID. Of course, the Rams last night played that Monday Night Football game without quite a few players, including Jalen Ramsey, tight end Tyler Higby, running back Daryl Henderson, right tackle Rob Havenstein. So a lot of guys on that list, they have shut down their facility in anticipation of more positive COVID tests. So that's not great news either for them. Uh, meanwhile, looking at some different injuries around the league, Logan Thomas from Washington, their tight end, Washington football team, dealing with another longer-term injury than they thought. He initially had a test on his knee after he heard it last week that said that the team was able to say he has damage in his knee, but it's not a torn ACL. So they said, good, we can just have him be injured, keep him on the active roster. He was already on IR once this year, so if they put him on again, that ends his season. Well, they have said since then, we're going to keep watching him and monitoring him, but we think he's going to be able to come back this year They have now done further testing and found actually he does have a torn ACL and he is going to be out on the uh, for the rest of the year. They did put him on season ending IR today. So that is now done there. Meanwhile, Giants quarterback Daniel Jones, he will be sitting out again with his neck injury uh, against the Cowboys. That is, according to ESPN, Uh, he underwent a weekly round of tests this Monday, was not cleared for contact. Injury did not worsen, but the images that the medical professionals got said, nope, let's keep him on the sidelines for another week so that's for whatever it's worth i don't know what we think of him at this point as a quarterback but he's not going to be out there anytime soon aaron Rodgers, meanwhile was out there on the field this past weekend and looked fine was able to get the job done he was on pat mcafee's show and said that the fractured toe felt bad not great but said he doesn't think it's going to be a problem he said the toe is definitely hurting after the game but my favorite quote in sports, it is it what is it is. what it is. That's right. And it's so. not a fractured toe. We have named it. 
I'm sorry. Go right ahead. It is camel toe. Mm-hmm. He has camel toe. That's exactly right. Uh, Christian McCaffrey has tested positive for COVID-19. One of the many players tested positive well, he's yesterday. Out for, he's out for the season, though. Yeah, that's true. But just I'm just putting it out there. That I'm just saying he can get all the COVID he wants everyone. now. It's, he's out for the it's season. It's affecting people who are injured. It's affecting people who are healthy. It's affecting everyone, Mike. That's what I'm saying. It's everywhere in the NFL he right now. He then tore his meniscus at his COVID test. <laughs> Full disclosure, I forgot he was hurt for the year. That's my bad. All right, well, that's all right. All right. Anyway. I didn't know that, that players who are out for the season are still tested on a regular I basis. Did, yeah, I guess they are. But I guess if are. they're coming to the facility, they have to be. Yeah, I guess so. Chase Claypool obviously had a moment he would, you know, regret this in this loss to Minnesota last Thursday night. Well, his head coach is talking about it. Mike Tomlin said uh, that he had a misstep in that area is what uh, Tomlin <laughs> referred to it as he said misstep in that area (laughs) he said he had missteps in other areas he's a young guy that's growing and developing in a lot of ways it can't happen fast enough for him and it can't happen fast enough for us that's a polite way of saying chase claypool is a dumbass well he's saying he's a dumbass and he needs to stop being a dumbass real quick because it's pissing everybody else off we're we're frustrated with him and uh jerry jones with some interesting comments about his quarterback dak prescott who of course has not looked the same ever since he suffered a calf injury back in the middle of October. Prior to the injury, Dak was throw he threw for 1,800 yards and 16 touchdown passes with just four picks. Since the injury, he's thrown for 1,500 yards, not too far off on the yardage, but only eight touchdown passes and six picks in the same number of games before and after the injury. So... This was Jerry Jones' comments on 105.3 The Fan in Dallas, where I'm sure Jeff Rimmer was listening. Hello? He said, I don't want to say that he's in a slump, but that's probably fair. <laughs> so, okay. okay. So, you know, I don't want to say that he's in a slump, but he's in a slump. Uh, Mike McCarthy did not like the phrase slump either. He said there's a lot of other things that go into it. He is not necessarily in a slump. Not in a slump. Here's the other thing, though. All the coaches, when they're like, well, is he still hurt? Maybe his calf is bugging? They're like, no, 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 he's fine. Listen. Whatever you're seeing out there, it's not because his leg hurts. They were just, they were making, Kellen Moore said that. They're all like, no, 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 he is not hurt. We want to be very clear. Whatever bad performances you're seeing, that's Dak Prescott. That's what that is. Uh, A college basketball coach. I'm sorry, college football coach. What? Let me start over. Okay, go ahead. A college, I'm I'm just obsessed hey, with Mike, Michaela Andrews, Malika Andrews, her uh, too. Christian McCaffrey out for the year. Breaking news. Right. <laughs> just want to clarify that. One more time. Also has COVID. You know, I have a, a buddy of mine who, you know, still watches wrestling from time to time. We mm-hmm. used to watch wrestling back in the day, 80s and 90s. And that's my frame of reference. Yes. And he makes the joke that about once a year, I will send him a text saying, did you hear that Miss Elizabeth is dead? And he will say, yes, we discussed this last year <laughs> when you sent me the same text. So I'm going to keep doing that okay. with Christian McCaffrey with you. <laughs> That's fine. Christian McCaffrey totally fine. out for the out season. For the season. Please, Remember it. Yeah, please keep and reminding Miss me. Elizabeth is dead. Lex Luger killed her. Dead. Oh God! For a second, I said Lex Lex Luthor. Not not him not too. Lex Lu- it is Lex Luger. You're right. Yes, him too. Uh, a college football coach is caught lying. Details next. Common man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. 
Good afternoon. Watch out for a serious accident blocking the right lanes of I-70 eastbound before US-33. Traffic is bumper to bumper for Miller in this area. Please be very careful. Plan on some heavy slowdowns for quite some time. You'll also find a disabled vehicle still causing slowdowns on 71 northbound before 5th Avenue. This traffic report is sponsored by BioNTech and Pfizer. Festivals, football, the great outdoors. Some people say fall is the best time of year. It may also be a great time to consider getting vaccinated against COVID-19. Sponsored by BioNTech and Pfizer. I'm Leanna Ray with Van Traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean-out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Highly medicated, barely educated. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Go to wherever you get your audio. Search Common Man and T-Bone. You will see our cartoon faces pop up. I want you to click subscribe. Click? Click? Every single show will come right to your device free of charge. That means weekend shows that may or may not air. That means Mm. bonus shows that may or may Mm. not have the F word in them. Super secret bonus shows, which is all about Ted's Kama Sutra techniques. Yes. Yes. Super duper secret bonus shows, which is Tim acting as a model <laughs> for Ted's Kama Sutra techniques. Good times. Uh, Mike Gundy, your guy from mm-hmm. Oklahoma State, just oh, lost his guy. defensive coordinator to Ohio State. And uh, now he's in the middle of a little bit of a, a skirmish. He responded yesterday to a report that he expressed interest in the Florida head coaching job through a representative ahead of Oklahoma State's 37-33 Bedlam win last month. Here's what he said yesterday, Mike Gundy. One thing I never answer to is Twitter. Two, I'm unaware of any email. And three, I don't have an agent. Mm. All right, See, this that, is, that, last, uh, that last one's a little tricky. Because- yes, this is very interesting. Um you got caught lying because he didn't say there was no email. Says, he I'm not said aware. I was unaware of any email. And maybe you don't technically have an agent, but you certainly have people working on your behalf. Mm-hmm. All right. And maybe one of those people reached out. Well, it looks like uh, someone did, right? It's it's a there's a guy and I. I'm- well, we have the email. Okay, go I ahead. I mean, this, is, this was obtained through a records request, public records request. The email is, hello, my name is Devin Bonick, and I represent Oklahoma State head coach Mike Gundy. I'm reaching out to let you know Mike is very interested in the head coaching vacancy at the University of Florida. Mike has turned down the Florida State and Arkansas jobs and the Tennessee job twice. However, he feels the timing is now right to make a career move to a special place like Florida, where you can compete for a national championship on a consistent basis. He's gotten a reputation in the past that he wouldn't ever leave his alma mater. However, I can assure you that is not the case anymore. Please let me know if there's any interest on your end. And as always, we'd appreciate confidentiality in regards to this matter. 
Thank you. Mm-hmm. So uh, it turns out that Mike Bonick used to play for Oklahoma State under uh, Jimmy Johnson, I believe. Like this was a while ago, but he is, according to Mike Gundy, was asked about this guy and he says, oh, yeah, he's in the circle. A lot of people know him. I do know him and said that he used to be here at Oklahoma State, but declined to say anything further. It isn't that big of a stretch, right? This guy is, he owns this Bonick Sports Group, which represents coaches. Yes, the their mission statement, it says they represent coaches in their pursuit of finding better jobs and salaries. <laughs> that is, that that is the Bonick a, Sports Group mission statement. That could not be a more direct explanation of what he was doing in this situation, right? Now, if if you want to mince words, Mike Gundy, and say, that's not my agent, that's fine. Maybe he has not been retained by you as an agent and you have not officially signed him up to be the guy. But if, let's say, this deal came to fruition, would Mike Bonick make any money off of it? The answer is probably yes. Right? There's something there. Clearly, it looks like this is the way Mike Gundy has used plausible deniability, not just now, but in the past, to get his name into this conversation. Asked yesterday if he knew how the email from Bonick to uh, Florida came to be, Gundy said, no, and I'm not a big fan of answering to Twitter. Well, well you're, not, not, you're not answering to Twitter. There's an actual email out there. Right. This, this was obtained through a public records request. No one is saying the email is forged or is not real. Right. All so right. is that also Twitter because someone tweeted about a no, thing that was found in way, another way? That's a way for Mike Gundy to deflect and minimize this by saying, well, consider the source Twitter. It's like, no, the news popped up on Twitter, but it's real news. Are you telling me Mike Gundy is skeptical of verified information in the news? I'm shocked. No, I'm. Well, yes, that's a funny joke, but I am saying that Mike Gundy is deflecting. That's what he's doing here. Well, think back. He to knows the, he was caught. What is Mike Gundy, other than like since being the Oklahoma State coach for many, many years? What is one of the first things we ever heard Mike Gundy's name in relation to? What is the quote? I'm a man. I'm forty. If anybody doesn't remember that press conference, it was because a writer for the local paper wrote an article about a player. I want to say either being dissatisfied with playing time or something to that level, or, or perhaps the player not getting the job done and it was attributed to some coaches saying that he hadn't got the job done. Either way, Mike Gundy then came out in harsh defense of his player, if that's a term, harsh defense, and basically said, I don't know who it was that did this, but whoever wrote this is garbage and the editor that let it come out is garbage. Don't go after this kid who did everything right. Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. Like, he, I'm a man. I'm 40. His whole career has been based on the things you read in the paper aren't always true, and you should listen to me, not to what you're told out there. He doesn't He doesn't respond to papers. Twitter, <laughs> papers. I'm just saying this is this goes back to his very beginnings at Oklahoma State where he can say, yeah, I've always been this guy who kind of denies what is being put out there and says that's not true. Now, in that one, he got a lot of praise from a lot of, you know, players and people around college football who said, yeah, I don't want my kid to play for that guy because he took all the criticism and put it on him instead of on this, you know, college football player. Fine. But that has still led us to this point now where he is still the guy who does look at 
something that's out there that clearly says this is happening. You, there's a guy, if nothing else, wouldn't Mike Gundy be mad that this guy that he apparently knows went rogue and on behalf of him without his consent? I would, I'm surprised. Yeah, let's say that happened, right? Like I'd, I'd be ticked off if oh, there was yeah. a, a letter that I'd came be saying, out. Look, I didn't approve it. And how dare he put my name on something I didn't approve? Yeah, if that's really what happened, you're saying I don't know about any email. This didn't. This be isn't a real thing. By it, right? Like you're you're responding to an actual email that exists that was found via public record request, and it makes it look like you're begging to get out of there to go to Florida, and you didn't get the job, and so you're going to stick around at Oklahoma State. I don't know if that matters. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe people at Oklahoma State are all like, "Yeah, we get it." If you wanted to leave, no, they're not. Well, I'm saying that's why this is a big deal out there. I, my point is. Maybe there are people who will say, I can't blame him because Florida is a bigger job than here. While they would be hurt and frustrated and all that, at the end of the day, maybe they would say, well, I guess that makes sense. But it's weird that he is just completely doubling down on this when there is clear evidence that this happened. Uh, more urban stuff today. Jags owner Shad Khan says he will not make a rash, rash decision, that too, on Urban Meyer. Sounds like his mind is made up, though. Here's some comments from Shad Khan. Uh, I want to do the right thing for the team. I want to do the right thing for the city. That, to me, is way more important than just acting helter-skelter on emotion. I think we have a history of really looking at the facts and then really doing the right thing. Gus Bradley was here for four years. Doug Marone was here for four years. It was wins and losses, and this is a little bit different, you know, but I'm going to reflect on all that and do what's the right thing for the team and the right thing for the city. He sounds like a guy whose mind is made up. I There are some reports out there that say that if Urban and the Jags lose to the Texans this week, that he will be fired right after the game. That doesn't seem like it's Shad Khan's style. I think they wait until the end of the season, unless they have one of these meetings where Shad says to Urban, there is no way you can get this job back. I'm going in a different direction next year. What do you want to do? Do you want to finish out this season and wait until the season's over and then we part ways? Or do you want me to fire you now? Yeah. So which which way would you like your medicine, more or less? Well, and you know what? If I were Shad Khan and I had made up my mind that was going to be the case, that's what I would do. I would give Urban sure. Meyer the decision. Urban's getting paid either way. Of course. He's getting paid. And I know that Shad Khan used Gus Bradley and Doug Marone and say, they were both here four years. Yes, but Jags fans will tell you that's part of the problem. Well, is that you held on to guys longer than you should have. I don't think Shad Khan's going to make that mistake again. But then he he said something right after that. He said it's about wins and losses. And how's that going? It's not like these controversies are surrounding Urban because everyone in, I, I don't understand this narrative that everyone in the NFL hates Urban Meyer and they all want him out and that's the only reason all these stories are coming out. The stories are coming out, number one, because there are people in the organization who are leaking the stories. That's first and foremost. But number two, these stories are coming out because this team is not good. They're not They're not like a... Again, I know this is going to sound weird to say, the Lions have been bad this year at many times. And perhaps Dan Campbell will be fired very quickly as well. But they have also been in quite a few games that you can look at and say, I wonder if there isn't more there. Maybe they could be a little bit better. This Jags team right now looks completely lifeless and gone. I was talking to somebody today who would know, who would know what's going on. Okay. I'm not saying that necessarily they're, you know, on the staff 
but they are familiar enough with Urban to know what's going on in Jacksonville. And this person told me it's worse than it's being reported. Okay. Internally. So if it's about wins and losses and it's about doing the right thing for the city and the team, I'll tell you this right now. Jags are going to have a top three pick, if not the overall number one pick by the end of this, right? Yes. Again this year. They're... I don't think is a quarterback you're going to look at that's going to tempt you to move on from Trevor Lawrence, right? No. They are probably going to take a defensive end, right? Could be Thibodeau, could be Hutchinson, could be whoever. But they're probably going to go for a big-time defensive end, something like that. They are probably going to try to build the offensive line. And then they are going to basically say, we have to save this Trevor Lawrence thing. We think he's... I can't imagine them bringing in a coach and not saying... You've got to fix Trevor. That's job one. Because we we pretty much plan on this guy being it. And we're not going to be drafting another quarterback and another quarterback. We need this guy to work. And next year, we need to see him improve greatly. I'm guessing that's why Urban will be moved. Because the number one most egregious thing that's happened this year is Trevor Lawrence has not improved at all. If anything, he's gotten worse. No, he's gotten worse. And the fact that Trevor Lawrence has no problem going in front of, and I don't blame him, has no problem going in front of the media and basically saying, our coaches aren't getting the job done. No, I think he does have a problem with it. That's the thing, is that he's probably pissed off saying, you've pushed me so far, now I feel like I have no other recourse, I have to go and talk about this. Shame on you for making me get to this point. That's what I mean, though, is that it's reached a point where a guy who probably does not want to go do that feels like he has to because there's not much other recourse. There's If you're talking about best thing to do for the team, the city, all that stuff, and it's about wins and losses, there's no way you can keep Urban Meyer as your head coach in Jacksonville beyond this year. Nike has their first name, image, and likeness deal, and it's not who you think. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find that earlier disabled semi has been cleared from I-71 northbound to 4th Avenue, but traffic is still slow as it recovers over there. You'll also find a crash still causing delays on I-70 eastbound before US-33. Plan on some heavy backups as things get cleaned up. This traffic report is sponsored by Audible. Audible is the best place to listen for everything you're into, from comedy and motivation to popular podcasts and best-selling audiobooks. Right now, take advantage of a special holiday offer and save 60% on your first three months. Learn more and sign up at audible.com. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Just a couple of guys touching rim and sucking on breath mints. Uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I would, no, no. This is Man and Bone. Teddy? No, uh, no peepees today? No peepees. <laughs> no hard water. Okay. All right, thank you. All right. Just want to make sure. Not today. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by Hinder Motorsports here on The Fan. Makeup. Just, That's for Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> Don't bother me tomorrow. How about Friday? <laughs> Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by Hinder Motorsports. Okay. Here on the <laughs> Got <fan>. it. 
But I'm not going to be here on Friday, so Teddy needs to uh, to get that in. Neither That's, one. I'm of off you. all next week too. Would yeah, you like? There you go. Would you like some for next week? No, just just leave some yeah, for me. Yeah, we're fine. Bone, leave bone. some for me. I'll yeah, do he, them next week. Yeah. I'll get them. I promise. Who's with you next week? Think it's uh, maybe Chops. Hi. Is that right, Teddy? Monday and Tuesday you have Chops. Wednesday and Thursday you have Timmy. Oh, nice. All right. And Friday he's off. Must be nice. Friday is Christmas Eve and observed Christmas for most offices. Are we running a show on Christmas Eve? Are we doing best of? I think we're doing best of. It's a best of show. Oh, okay. We're all off then. (laughs) Yes, we are. That's right. (laughs) Well, look, you know, I normally encourage everybody to listen three hours a day, every single day, but... If you need live programming on Christmas Eve from three to six as you're driving to Gammy's house, come on. Yeah, I, we, Let's you, go. we get it. All right. We yeah, well, this, that's why we'll have the best stuff. It's going to be. A, you know what? You'll be driving to Grandma's house Christmas mm-hmm. Eve, wherever you're going. Yeah. And we'll have the segment about Jim Harbaugh's penis prosciutto, <laughs> because <laughs> be nothing, good. nothing says the season, the spirit of the season. Hey. Like Jim Harbaugh using a deli slicer to chop his penis ultra thin, cure it, and then put it on the wall. <laughs> right. All I know is this, Mike. I went into a local coffee shop here. We'll call it Stan McKenna's Donut Shop. You figure out where it was. They have they have locations everywhere. And I walk in, and they even have a sign up. Christmas Eve. 2 p.m. close. Oh, I thought you said they were going to have a sign about Harbaugh's prosciutto No, penis. I'm saying everybody closes on Christmas Eve. And then Christmas Day, you want coffee and donuts? Go somewhere else. We're not open. Right. That's the way it should be. Christmas Eve, Christmas, you got, you know, you got a lot of people going to want that off. So let them have it off. That's fine. Yeah. All right. Nike has signed its uh, first name, image, and likeness sponsorship deal with a college athlete. And it's probably not who you think it is. It's UCLA sophomore soccer player Rylan Turner. Hmm. Uh, she is a she. Uh, terms of the deal are not disclosed. Nike said in its agreement with college athletes uh, will include an element that connects back to their local communities. Nike and Turner are expected to partner soon with a variety of Los Angeles-based nonprofit organizations to encourage young girls to be active and participate in sports. She was the Pac-12 Freshman of the Year last year. She finished her sophomore season with 10 goals while helping UCLA to a 16-1-3 and record. That's pretty good. Well, good for her. That's, that's nice to see. Her standout game came against Loyola Marymount in September where she scored a hat trick in the first 36 minutes of play. All right, let her live. Yeah. I, I, I will say that with Nike doing that, that, that does seem odd on its face. But remember, there are a lot of players who are stars for nike who play college football college basketball who are already representing pretty well on tv the nike brand just because they're wearing the jersey when they're playing for their team nike has a lot of deals with a lot of big time programs obviously ohio state one of those so i wonder if that's part of the strategy too is do we need to go pay the best players in college football all this extra money to do more name, image, and likeness, or could we pay someone who maybe isn't the most high-profile athlete nationally? But Let's see how many followers she's got on the ground. But maybe there's a different component. Like they said, they're trying to do an initiative to get girls more involved in sports. Then they've picked someone who might be more helpful in that regard. So that's a, that's a fairly interesting thing by Nike, but maybe that's the reason they're doing it is they don't need to go out necessarily and 
sign up, you know, all the stars on Ohio State's team because they're already wearing Nike everywhere. I thought she would have a lot of followers and not really. Just 5,500. Yeah, on I'm, I'm saying there's there's clearly something they're looking at here where they're saying this makes specific, there, there's a specific campaign they want to involve her in and that's what they're going to do to start. Now, maybe down the road, sure. Maybe they want to give, you know, a million dollars to some star athlete. But let's consider this. If you give a million dollars to, let's say, C.J. Stroud at Ohio State, who's coming knocking? Don't you think Bryce Young's going to be saying, um, where's my million dollars? We're Nike school too. Don't you think Oregon's going to be saying, hey, yeah, what about Kayvon right. Thibodeau? Like, maybe they're just saying, well, if we give a million to one or two star players, we're going to have 200 star players across football and basketball saying, I'm the biggest name at my school, and we're a Nike school in our sport. Why am I not getting this money? And then that's going to be something where they say, well, if we do that for one, we got to do it for all. So instead, we'll just make these more focused things that still gets people talking. Ryan Day getting a commit today for the 2022 class. It is four-star defensive lineman Caden Curry. He has committed to the Buckeyes. He is 6'3", 250. He is ranked 139th in the class of 2022 uh, he was asked about being part of the greatest rivalry in sports and ohio state losing to michigan this year here was his answer it won't happen again there and go quote, all right i mean i look i'd like for him to take it to the bank of Can course you guarantee me that caden curry if so you're my new best friend well I, I like the fire and i like the passion you're right it's going to take a lot more than one guy saying that as he's coming into the school for that to happen, but he that, gets it clearly. He well, he understands, and of course, that's one of those quotes too that it sounds right now. How did you feel when uh, you know Jim Tressel said that many moons ago? Right when Jim Tressel said you're going to be proud of us in however many days it was in Ann Arbor, right? That at the time it was like, oh man, that's great to hear, but it makes me nervous. And then it turned out to be one of the best quotes in the rivalry's history, right? Because he backed it up. So if Caden Curry comes in and the teams he's on, they back it up, then we will look at this quote and say that was pretty great that he had that mentality. If not, it will be used by Michigan fans everywhere to say, oh, yeah, how's that going? As it should. We would do it. Of course we would. Of course. You know, when Mike Hart comes back for his 19th year of eligibility (laughs) and says, I got to beat the Buckeyes, I got to do it. And then you don't, then we mock you. That's the way it goes. Mike Hart had COVID eligibility before it was even a thing. He oh, got like, his extra super senior him year. And, <laughs> him and Kurt Kittner had walkers by the time they were done. <laughs> Rapid fire coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident causing backups on Mays Road at East Cook Road. Plan on some slowdowns as they get things cleaned up. You'll also find some heavy slowdowns on I-70 Eastbound before US-33. Still watching that accident. Traffic is backed up to Miller Avenue in this area with police on scene. This traffic report is sponsored by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Hey parents, good news. Kids ages 5 to 11 are eligible for a COVID vaccine. Your future CEOs, artists, innovators, and more are eligible for a vaccine that can help protect their future. Find vaccines near you at vaccines.gov. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. 
Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Dare dare to be dumb. The team that is better on paper will win at least 50% of the time. This is Man and Bone. Hello? Happy Tuesday. So glad you've tuned in. You know, we have a big night of programming here on The Fan. Would you like to hear it? Yeah, go ahead. So at 6 o'clock, it's the Buckeye Show. Tim Hall and whoever's with Tim Hall, two big hours of conversation. Then at 8 o'clock tonight, it is a special version of Mad About Hoops. Nice. Tim Hall and Evil Bald Colin for an hour and a half. Love that. So it's, it's Buckeye Show. Mad about hoops, and then at nine thirty, jackets time in Vancouver. So, if you have not checked out Mad About Hoops, you definitely should. It's Timmy Hall and Evil Bald Collins' college basketball podcast. That is right. They're bringing it to the radio, one time exclusive, or at least maybe, maybe not. But they're doing it tonight, so that's very cool. I think this is their tryout. I like it, you man. Know, Marco, who sort of runs everything here, he said he was trying the show out. No pressure, but if it's not any good, not only will the show never return, both of those guys will be executed at the well, end of the show. Hopefully they can keep the ribald humor that they usually have and the very blue podcast that they typically do. A lot of swearing, yes, a lot of sexual innuendo on that podcast. Mm-hmm. Hopefully they can calm that down now that they're on the regular airwaves. They have that special segment called Blue Bowl. Right. On that show. It's all about Duke and Kentucky basketball. That's, That's right. The, but that is what they call it. You're right. Rapid fire. Rapid, rapid fire. All right, Teddy. Rapid fire number one. Which current NFL divisional leader will not win their division? This is tough. I think the Cardinals could be in that conversation because now the Rams just won game back with that victory last night. But I want to say the Ravens. I wouldn't say it, too. For I just, worth. I don't know who's going to jump up and take it from them. Well, I will say that I think the Ravens are the team most likely, which I guess is the question, right? Which current team do you think is most likely not to do this? I mean, the Ravens have a bunch of injuries. Not even talking about Lamar Jackson, who appears like he will be on his way back. But he yeah, could, but then you got to wonder how, how vulnerable he is to hurting that again. Right. And also... You have the rest of your team has been extremely banged up. You have the Bengals and Browns both finding ways to shoot themselves in the foot. But if either one of them could just put it together for four weeks, they would surpass the Ravens, I believe. So, yeah, I'll say the Ravens are the team. Rapid fire number two. Will a below 500 team make the playoffs in the NFC? A lot of six and seven teams hanging around the bubble there. Washington's a playoff. If the season ended now, which it doesn't, but Washington would be in... At six and seven, they're six and seven. Vikings are six and seven. Eagles are six and seven. Falcons, Saints, all six and seven. Because the new schedule, there's no such thing as five hundred. So you're either going to have a team above five hundred or below five hundred. But yeah, I guess I I would have to say yes. I'll say one of those teams makes the playoffs below five hundred. Yeah, I tend to agree. All right, that was rapid. Well, I say, yes, rapid. 
Rapid fire number three. All right. Vegas in their shiny new stadium just got the Super Bowl for 2024. What outdoor stadium would you like to see host a Super Bowl, or should that never happen? Of course it should happen. I love to see games in the elements. You know this. And there's another perk to this. I love to see the arrogant, entitled media of the world, like Colin Cowherd, complain about how they have to go to a cold-weather place. Oh, yes. every single time. I remember when the Super Bowl was in Atlanta. And it was 40-something degrees, and all the media people were bitching and moaning about how they'd rather be in Florida or the desert or California someplace. So I'm saying, send all of those entitled a-holes to Lambeau Field. Yeah. That's I, where I want my Super Bowl. I think there, I think Soldier Field, I would say, I mean, of course, I would love to see them play at First Energy Stadium. That would be awesome to see a Super Bowl up in Cleveland. But, you know, I think what could be the added benefit of that. What is the biggest problem we have when we talk about the crowd at a Super Bowl? Who Who is usually Corporate in the crowd? Corporate crowd. That's the right. problem. If you put it here in the shoe, now, that would be never happening. They're never doing this. But one, I would require Ohio Stadium to have natural grass for this because that's why we want it is we want the weather and the elements and I need natural t- turf for well, that. Well, they got to get the plumbing too. Okay. I mean, Gene, Gene would never allow everything. a Super Bowl here. I know. Winterize everything right. But if, if that could all be done, guess what would probably happen? There'd probably be a lot of corporate types who would say, Columbus, I don't know if I want to do that. And then guess what would happen? There'd be a lot of tickets for regular-ass NFL fans to go to the game. And that's what you Not should fan want. Ass? No, regu- regular-ass. Regular ass. Regular-ass NFL right, regular fans. Ass. That's what we want. Not the corporate crowd. Get the regular fans There's in someone there. someone measuring your ass, deciding who can come in. Well, then I am out. I'm sorry. I, I will not fat. be allowed in. You must leave. <laughs> Rapid fire number four. Should the Packers rest Aaron Rodgers to make sure he's healthy for the playoffs or play him in order to get the number one seed? Play him. You need that number one seed. And rest him for what? He just came off the bye week and he came back and hurt his foot instantly. It's not not healing just by one week of rest. You know what? Maybe he just needs to go full Ronnie Lott and just say, just cut it off. Just cut the toe off. Let's go. That's fine. It won't hurt anymore. You know what? Aaron Rodgers, how bad do you want it? Yeah. In fact, I've heard Joe Rogan knows how to do that. Well, so just you call him up and he can help you chop approach. it off. I'm sure you're not allergic to a little scalpel. <laughs> right? There's nothing in a scalpel you that you're allergic, allergic to. I don't think you can be allergic to a scalpel, That's right. Actually. That's all natural. That's tr- Well, I don't know if it's natural, but you're right. Sharp you, steel, you chop it off it. a toe? Sure. All natural. Rapid fire number five. Our guy Joshua Perry, he asked this question on Twitter yesterday. If you can make any food calorie-free, what would it be? He chose French fries. You know my answer. Pizza. It would be pizza all day, every day. Do I have to pick one variety of pizza or all pizza count? I would say all pizza counts, all right? Yeah. That's an easy decision. If you had to pick one, what would it be, though? Well, see, you'd want to go with something basic enough where you could eat it every single day. So I'd probably just go with a, a like a cheese cheese pizza. Let me give you a different Thin angle crust? on that. That's, that's Square great. cut, tavern style. I'm fine with that, but let me give you a different angle on that. Because for me, nothing is more satisfying. As much as I love pizza, for me, nothing is more satisfying than like a plate of chocolate chip cookies, warm chocolate chip cookies, and a glass of milk. If that could be calorie free. Yeah, but you'd still have to get that. Yeah, that's right? fine. You still have to make yourself that's, chocolate chip cookies you know every what? single day. They got Look, I would like to do the very nice chocolate chip cookies that are homemade and all that. They also have those little squares you break off and you put on the thing and 10 minutes later you got warm chocolate chip cookies yeah what i'm telling you is if i was eating like 
kale salads and, you know, just only grilled fish and all this other stuff to stay healthy. But at the end of the day, you told me no matter what else you, you eat today, 27 I can have 27 cookies. chocolate chip cookies. I would say, all right, fine, let's do it. Let's eat all that other stuff. And then I'll eat the chocolate chip cookies. And, and that'd be my secret code to break the health. I have two questions for you. Yeah. Number one is Max and Irma still alive. I don't, I don't know the answer. So, or if it is, it's in very limited right. capacity. I don't know. Maybe people can help me if Max and Irma's is still in business. And if they are, oh. do they still do the warm chocolate chip cookies? Those getting because that was far and away the best thing they ever did at that place. I would drive over there just to get a box of those, and that's it. Like I would just say, I I would order them. Call ahead and say, I you want know, a box of those. That's a way for them to stay. If they're not in business, they should have done that. They should have put in a cookie drive-through. At all of their oh. locations. Oh, you you can't go get regular food. All they do is sell cookies from the drive-thru. Can you get regular ass food there or no? Nope. Oh. Fat ass food. Okay, good. They measure your ass and say, I'm sorry, not big enough. <laughs> Come back when you've had some more. Yeah, their chocolate chip cookies were tremendous. There's, oh, now that you've said this, I will not be able to get it out of my brain. Uh, not everyone is happy with Mario Cristobal's hiring at Miami. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident on Westerville Road at Weber Road. It is causing some backups over here. This accident does involve injuries. Please be very careful. And an accident has cleared from Mays Road at East Cook Road, but plan on some residual slowdowns. This traffic report is sponsored by Smart Mouth, the only 24-hour mouthwash with twice daily use. Date night, you check your text, your hair, your smile, but wait, did you check your breath? Get Smart Mouth, the only mouthwash that provides 24 hours of fresh breath with just two rinses a day. Find Smart Mouth in the mouthwash aisle at Dollar General or get 20% off at smartmouth.com slash radio. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Objects in radio may be dumber than they appear. This is Man and Bone. Gonna take some gasoline, burner house down. All right, so we got some confirmation. On Max and Irma's, there are still locations open. As a matter of fact, Platinum Fox just sent me a text. He's clearly driving because he said eight at Max and Irma's, but he spelled it like the number. Well, he must have done voice to text. Right. That's eight at Max and Irma's off broad on Saturday. Why are you eating your food off of women? Don't do that. Oh. It's sexist. <laughs> hey! hey, come over here, Brad. Eat some food no. off you. Okay, so there's one. Uh, in- tortilla soup tastes great off this broad. There. <laughs> hey, peeps! There's- I don't know what I got here. Hold on, I got to take a dump. <laughs> there. There is a Max. I'm going to Indian Lake, dude. And <laughs> there's a Max and Hermes in Reynoldsburg on Broad Street. So, All right, that's where right. we went. Fine. He Good said chocolate chip cookies, tortilla soup, fantastic. The tortilla soup is also delicious. There, I love it. I gotta go. I gotta oh, well, go. Let's go. What are you What are you waiting for? The show to end. Well, who, we got an hour and ten hey, minutes. Bobby Carpenter does half his show. You and I can just leave and go to Max and Irma's. <laughs> Teddy can handle it. 
the Teddy and Leanna show. Oh, I let me tell you right now, highest rated show we've done all week. That's for sure. No kidding. So Mario Cristobal is the new head coach at the U, trying to bring Miami football back to prominence. However, members of Miami's faculty are reportedly upset after seeing the university sign new football coach Mario Cristobal to an $80 million contract after a year of pandemic cuts, according to the Miami Herald. Besides forcing faculty to teach in person, the university has slashed more than $100 million in its matching contributions to faculty retirement plans and forced staff to accept compensation cuts. But several faculty members tell the Miami Herald they believe the cuts helped bankroll spending on athletics and construction projects. So they're saying... They cut $100 million off of what they would pay us, but they didn't stop building things on campus, and they just spent $80 million on a football coach. Well, right. And, and whether or not that is what actually happened, I don't blame anyone for feeling that that's how it looks. And and can you, if you worked somewhere and they were telling you left and right, hey, we can't pay you this, we can't give you that raise, we promise you can't do all this stuff, you're going to have to take a pay cut. And then as they're telling you all that for a year, at the end of that year, they go out and spend $80 million on a new project. Whether or not that money is accounted for in a different way or whatever else. That's what the school will say. Every Right, but the school is going to say, well, we got that because they did from the, the bounty that they've received from the university hospitals. University hospitals uh, at Miami, they said, have done very good business over the last 18 months. Can't imagine why. And so they've said, well, we've been doing very well with this new, I guess they expanded the hospitals and did all this stuff, and it's made them a lot of money. And now they're saying, so we have the means to spend on the football coach. I can understand how professors would say, wait, we, we've also been here doing the thing the school is supposed to be known for, which is teaching kids, and you're telling all of us to take pay cuts, and yet now you're going to go hire a new football coach to pay all this money. That would be rough to take. Steph Curry will set the all-time three-point record tonight. He just needs two three-pointers to break Ray Allen's all-time record. And, of course, tonight is... It's almost like the NBA plans it this way. On national television, at Madison Square Garden... It's on TNT. On TNT, right? They're going to make a big deal out of this. Steph Curry has 2,972 career three-pointers. He is... How old is Steph Curry? 33. 33. That's older than I thought he was. Well, that's. I think people forget that for the first few years he was in the league. I mean, he was a good player, but he was he wasn't he was, this guy. He was not to the level he ascended to. You know, in the mid twenty, what is that? I don't even know what I'm trying to say. Like 2015 on, that's been a different Steph Curry, right? 2014, 2015, he just got to another level, and that team got to another level. But yeah, he is an ex- obviously well deserving of this honor. He's earned every bit of it because he's. You know, it's just how many threes you've made, but shocking that he's going to hit this number at 33 and then probably put it at a number that will seem out of reach until another guy will come along and break it because we're just going to have more and more people who are shooting more often. But now Steph is one of the best shooters I have ever seen, Mike. I've been watching him this year. You know, what's weird. The last few games, though, he's records are weird like this because especially in basketball and especially the Warriors team. They are very much a team that gets in a rhythm and they let everything come to them. They move the ball around and it's whoever's got the open look takes it. And that's just how that team plays. Lately, though, the last few games I've watched of theirs, Steph Curry last night took 15 three-pointers, which is not unheard of for him. 
but he made five of them. That is kind of unheard of. Oh, Steve, Steve Kerr said that he wants this to be done with because he feels like Steph Curry is pressing, that the team is pressing, they trying wanna, to get him the basketball. They want to get the record, yeah. Yeah. And I don't blame anybody involved there to say, let's get this record and let's do that and let's have him celebrate it. The league was probably sweating it out last night thinking, oh man, don't do not do this against the Pacers on not national TV. Do it tomorrow in Madison Square Garden on TNT. That's where they want this, so they'll get it tonight because I can't imagine them hitting fewer than two. You and I were talking before the show, too, just sort of like reminiscing about Ray Allen, whose record he's going to break, and I think a lot of people overlook how good Ray uh, Allen was. I, I could I could talk a lot about how we sometimes take the latter part of a player's career and go, yeah, that's who that guy was. Ray Allen was known as a sharpshooter at the end because of that's who he was. Yeah, he but as a younger some, man, he did it all. He was Jesus Shuttleworth. Well, he got gay. Right. He was he was an actor. How old Let's, was he when he did that? I, th- I want to say he was 19. Let me double check that. But just think about this situation, right? I, I want to say Ray Allen was uh, in his late teens. I think he was like kind of like the player that he was playing. But imagine being like a young star now in the way everything works with social media, all that other stuff. And and then in the midst of all that, you're also cast in a big-time movie where you're going to be starring alongside Denzel Washington and your... You're, Spike Lee's directing this movie. It's incredible. And then he goes out and actually nails the performance. It goes on to be one of the better-known basketball or sports movies ever made. And then he doesn't go to the NBA and just suck... He goes to be one of the, like a Hall of Famer. Right. He's not an afterthought. Yeah. He's he, a terrific player. He didn't have a Macaulay Culkin type of career after that, where he peaked early. And it's then, time for a sequel. What was it? Oh, he got game part two. Michi Johnson stars. <laughs> right. He got game two. Trying to see how old he was when he, when he did take that role. I don't know why his Wikipedia page is so hard to suss this out. Jimmy Soto stars. That's, Jimmy Sotos and his fantastic hair. Okay, 98 is when he was in this. That's that's when the movie came out. So 98, let's see, when did he get drafted? I'm trying to figure 96 was when he was with the Bucks. So he was like a second-year player in the NBA. Yeah, he was born in 75. Okay. So he's so, probably 22 or 3 at the time, all right, depending so on when they filmed it. I had it. forgotten that he was in the league when they filmed that. I, yeah, I thought he was more I of like... I thought it was before. Yeah, it's it must have been just not long. Well, he was probably shooting it right as around the time he was getting drafted and all that. So, dude, imagine. Okay, John Moran, I think, is in his third year. Imagine or or Trey Young. In his, it'd be guys around that age starring in a movie alongside whoever you want to put as the biggest movie star currently. Him and The Rock. That's probably that's, <laughs> that's the movie we're talking about. And then it goes on to actually everything worked out there. The movie was great. The player was great. It all was great. If you've missed anything from the first two hours of the program, it was great. Mm. I don't know. You decide. We've got you with the rundown coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. 
Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident causing slowdowns on I-70 eastbound before US-33. Police remain on scene trying to get things cleaned up. A plan on some backups over here. We'll also find slowdowns on Westerville Road at Weber Road. Another accident involving injuries. Caution is advised. Strawberry Report is sponsored by Audible. Audible is the best place to listen for everything you're into, from comedy and motivation to popular podcasts and best-selling audiobooks. Right now, take advantage of a special holiday offer and save 60% on your first three months. Learn more and sign up at audible.com. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. These guys are a big deal. And by big deal, I mean cheap and fat. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Tuesday. Game show coming up at 534. What's the game this week, Bone? Uh, the game this week is Know Your Pole. It is all facts about Antarctica and the South Pole. All right. Mike, I saw this uh, interesting thing, nice thing that Chris Holman tweeted out today. Obviously, the Buckeye basketball team getting ready to take on Kentucky out in Las Vegas. But Kentucky, state of Kentucky, dealing with uh, you know horrible tornado damage, storm damage over the last few days. Uh, and so Chris Holman tweeted this out. He said, in light of our upcoming game on Saturday, I spoke with Coach Calipari on ways we as Buckeyes could help his state recover from the devastating storms of this past week. Uh, went on to say there is a telethon tonight that you can call in. It actually, he says it's from 4 to 8 p.m. tonight. So that would be now. Uh, that number is 833-510-0030. 833-510-0030. And you can make a donation if you're so like to uh, to help Kentucky out with tornado disaster relief. So, uh, Holtman is a native Kentuckian, I believe. That's right. And so obviously a connection to the state for him. Also, of course, that is a nice gesture on behalf of Ohio State with the game coming up this weekend. So cool stuff. Buckeyes, if you want to help out, that's a good way to do it. I was uh, I was watching some Weather Channel this morning, as I'm known to do. And they had Jim Cantori, who's been at the Weather Channel forever, yeah, out in Kentucky and you know, talking to people whose lives have been devastated. And they're in the downtown area of one of the towns affected. And it's just a disaster. Oh, I, I mean, some of the pictures, I mean, we've seen tornado footage over the years, oh, right? But, but this, this is, this just is a, beyond most of what I can recall seeing. It's a disaster. And these people are talking to Jim Cantori and, you know, they start out okay. And then it's almost like the emotion of the situation gets the best of them. Yeah. And then they start to get emotional and upset. And I saw Cantori like hug five people during the interview this morning. Right. You know, and yeah. then it's like contagious because they're probably all watching the person in front of them get interviewed. And they're like, I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry. Oh, I can't imagine staying emotionally at that level and not being, you'd have oh, to. I, I don't know, I don't know how these people are point. dealing with it, but I, I was... The, the the good thing is you got Jim Cantori to give you a hug. Sure, your home and business is destroyed, but right. Jim Cantori <laughs> gave you a hug. I saw a, guy. I saw a picture, Rex Chapman, son of native Kentuckian as well, obviously. He tweeted this out, uh, former NBA player and, of course, played at Kentucky. 
But Rex had a tweet that showed, and I don't know who took this photo. It's been making the rounds, but apparently in one of these towns where all this devastation happened, somebody went into, there's like a, like an old time movie theater, right? Like a picture what a movie theater looked like in the sixties. And that's what this one looks like. Not stadium seating, just the simple theater screen at the bottom. Right. Well, this, this structure apparently survived, but where the movie screen would be, that part was destroyed. So the seats are intact. The brick is still around where it looks like a screen would have been, but the view is out to all the devastation. So it's, it's a, just a chilling photo. No, Someone it's, took it's, a, it's crazy. They're in the theater and looking out, and and what you're seeing where the screen would be is real life, and it looks like something from a movie. It doesn't I, look I real. Saw it, it's, I saw this morning they had some footage of you know, a, a kitchen in a very nice suburban house. Okay. You know, nice, nice kitchen, granite countertops, yeah, right. stainless steel stuff. and looks like a model home. There was no debris to be found anywhere. And there was a guy right off the kitchen there. They have a little sunroom area with a, with a baby grand piano in this mm-hmm. kitchen. And there was a guy just sitting there playing the piano. Then they pan out a little bit further, and there is no roof on this house. Oh, wow. It is completely open, sky, nothing. The first floor, gone. Wow. Ripped apart. Everything intact on the bottom floor, except there's no second story and roof on the house. It's incredible, man. What what a tornado does, the way that... It, it's. I'm not saying that's the way it is here, but you've seen those shots, too, where it's like, on this street, everything was fine. Yes. One street over. Complete devastation. Everyone's life, you know, all their belongings, everything is just destroyed. They've got to start over. And it's just the randomness of those things is is just so tough to look at. And it's so bizarre. We wish everybody the best who's working through that. And obviously, like we said, if you if you need that number, if you want to look and try to help out with that donation that Chris Holman was talking about, he's on Twitter. You can find Chris Holman's verified Twitter account. He has posted that link and you can go and call and make a donation. Rundown, let's do it. Common Man and T-Bones, The Rundown. The Rundown. Sponsored by Krieger Ford. Visit them online at KriegerFord.com. Home of the Krieger Commitment. Best cars, best people, peace of mind. Monday Night Football last night. Rams were shorthanded, but they got a big road win against the Cardinals. Cardinals were coming off the bye. This was a big game for them. Essentially, they could sew up the number one seed and... Well, not not quite. No, that, but they would have but, put it. It would have gone a long way towards it. It would have definitely made their division a lot exactly. more clear. They, they who wouldn't wins have that. clinched the division, but it would have been very difficult for the Rams to catch them if they win that game last night. Instead, the Rams just game back, and I think it's fair. And and you know what, Matt Stafford's going to have these questions too because he's been in the league for a long time. He's thrown for a lot of yards, but hasn't played in a bunch of big games in the playoffs. What is Matt Stafford going to be? And in big moments. What is Cliff Kingsbury? Can Kyler Murray get the job done? And at least last night, the answer was no for both of those guys. Yeah, it definitely looked like that was a a tough situation for them. Now that Rams defense, when it's playing as good as it can, that that's going to be tough for anyone, right? But yeah, but they were shorthanded last night. They had they guys were, on the Rams, list. Rams did have a lot of guys out. All, all I know is this: I think that that Rams team has quite a bit of momentum to play for the Super Bowl is going to be at their stadium. Am I wrong? So, I mean, no, you're, right. you're right. They're going to be looking at that also as we may not get home field advantage all the way through the playoffs, but 
if we can find a way and get through the playoffs, that could be one of the most underrated aspects of what they've got going for them is if they get all that way to a Super Bowl, they get a home I mean, a home crowd. I don't know if you call it that. That would but, be two years in a row. It had yeah. never happened. Tampa, right. Tampa did it last year. And of course, they won the Super and Bowl. That worked out okay. So it so could happen again this year. The Rams oh, win I'm the not, Super Bowl. That's I'm what you're guaranteeing doing. anything. I'm saying that would be very interesting to this storyline. All right. Browns news today. They uh, they had several players put on the COVID list. Do you have the list of names? Yeah, I do. So Jarvis Landry is on the COVID list. Wyatt Teller, offensive guard, obviously tackle Jedrick Wills, uh, Austin Hooper, tight end, defensive end Tack McKinley, JoJo Natson, who's one of their punt returners. Uh, Drew Forbes, backup guard, reserve tight end Ross Travis, all on the list. All those players are vaccinated, so what that means is they only get tested on Mondays. They have once a week. If you're not vaccinated, you get tested every day. So they could have just contracted COVID yesterday and and popped the test, and that's that. Or could be they've had this in their system, didn't know it, been vaccinated, they have no symptoms, and then this might result in them getting off the list quicker because they just have to throw two negatives between now and Saturday. If it were Sunday, that'd give them a little more clearance, right? Obviously, the shorter week here does make it a little tougher. But yeah, if they if they don't have to go without all those guys, that is another difficulty the Browns are going to have to overcome. Well, a lot of teams are dealing with this right now. I just saw the Rams had more positives today. OBJ was one of them, one of the positive tests. So they're going to have to deal with that. The NFL is requiring all Tier 1 and 2 employees to get a booster shot by the 27th. That includes all players, all coaches, everybody who works in the front office. They all have to boost, be boosted by the 27th. What's the, uh, is there, I mean, I assume then the penalty is you don't play, or what are they doing if you don't get the booster? I mean, I assume they just tell you you can't play? I don't know if it's you can't play, or they just, they treat you like an unvaccinated individual. Well, they're doing, I mean, oh, I see what you're saying, because they would already have had the vaccine. So if you're, yes, I see, okay, they're gotcha. changing, they're changing the fully vaxxed. They're requiring, vaxed. okay, the fully vaxxed is now going to be, you need three shots, yes, not so, two. So, no, you, gotcha. you don't have to get a booster, but even if you've previously been vaccinated, they will treat you as if you have not been vaccinated. Got it, okay. Aaron Rodgers has a holistic booster that he's working on. He's chewing on dandelions right now. Jags owner Shad Khan says he's not going to make any rash, rash decisions. I can't say that word. Rash decisions. Rash decisions on Urban, but it sounds like his mind is already made up. He, you know, he met with Urban after the game on on Sunday. This team is two and eleven. The stories coming out from behind the scenes there in Jacksonville are not good. I talked to somebody today with knowledge of the situation, and they said to me it's even worse than it's been reported. And maybe you're saying, ah, the media's got it out for Urban. I don't know how you have it out for a guy. He's 2-11. and 11, And let's say that is the case. Let's say the media has it out for Urban Meyer. Whatever the hell that means. In a world of football coaches, most of whom are unadjusted pricks. I said most of whom. Urban Meyer stands out as being the worst of them. All right. Sure. So perhaps the lesson is you can't treat people like crap for 30 years and expect them to give you a pass when you start screwing up. That's a good life lesson for everybody, isn't it? It is. 
But I'll, I'll add to that, too. Let, let's think about a, a guy who is currently a media darling right now in college football. Uh, Jim Harbaugh, wouldn't you say everybody's real positive on him now all of a sudden? Because he just beat Ohio State, won the Big Ten. AP Coach of the Year. Okay, right. And And how many stories have you seen about, like, they stuck with Jim Harbaugh. He's figured it out. He's got it. You know, and it's like, all right, fair enough. But what were they saying last year at this time? What were they saying over the summer? What were they saying two years ago? Everything about Jim Harbaugh was, this doesn't look like it's working out at Michigan, and he might have to go. Michigan is making a bad decision by keeping Jim Harbaugh around. Jim Harbaugh is not the guy to lead Michigan. Everyone was saying that. They had it out for him. Did they? Or were they looking at a guy who had a big track record in the NFL and then and college, and when he came back to his place, it didn't work out so well? Sometimes, as much as yes, I bet you, 80% of the NFL media, not a fan of Urban Myers. Rooting for him to fail. College coach going to come up here, thinks he knows what he's doing. We'll see. That's fine, but you know what? If Urban was 500 right now, they wouldn't be writing stories about Urban Meyer. What is the oh yeah. They'd be writing stories saying Urban showing signs of life. He's doing the right things. He's Trevor Lawrence looks better. Of the NFL media wanted Pete Carroll to fail, and when, and he didn't. Right. And so then they stopped. Yes, yeah, sometimes the stories are just out there, and you can't ignore them. Yeah. Tom Pelissero, I heard Bo Bishop talking about this earlier today, right here on the fan. He brought up an excellent point. NFL media is not publishing something about like this type of thing unless they've got very good sources in the organization. This is not an agent talk to someone who talked to the reporter and sources. This is in the organization. Multiple people have talked to an NFL media person and said, it's bad here. What do you think they're doing? Is, is he supposed to sit on that? Is that bullying him in some way that we report the news that's out there? That's rich. Urban has lost control of this team, and that's why everybody's talking about it, is because the situation is currently out of control. Yeah. Go figure. It's a story when one of the greatest college football coaches of all time goes to the NFL and falls right on their face. You're right. Why are we talking about this? The Rundown. The Rundown. What's next? Something. I have nothing. Nothing? You know what we can discuss? What can we discuss? I have been at this radio station for almost 20 years. All right? I have seen the best and worst of college sports and recruiting and the underbelly and all of that crap. I saw something the other day that I've never seen before in all of those years when it comes to dealing with a recruit. And it was both hilarious and gave me the heebie-jeebies at the same time. I will tell you what that thing is coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good evening. A couple of accidents to watch out for. You'll find a crash still being worked on on I-70 eastbound before US-33. Police remain on scene in this area trying to get things cleaned up. You'll also find an accident causing slowdowns on Westerville Road at Weber Road. Plan about a five-minute slowdown as traffic continues to build. Traffic report is sponsored by Discover. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. to take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes2021. Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. On the NRA with fan traffic. Oh, hello! I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. 
She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. The most listened to show in Greenland. This is Man and Bone. I think I just dislocated my shoulder. Well, how'd you do that? Well, I was out there, and, you know, I got the little papa shot thing out there. Mm-hmm. And I stepped on a basketball awkwardly and fell hard. Oh, you fell? I fell, and, like, Timmy had to help me up. Oh, no. I felt like a, an old person. Well, you are an old person. I'm not an old person, but... Spiritually, you know, you hear you about... Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you hear about old people falling. It's like, well, that was my first... I, I haven't fallen in probably 20 years. Oh, really? Well, do you fall often? Not often, but I've definitely... I mean, I, we live in Ohio. There's occasionally ice or, you know, a slick spot or something. Yeah, I've I probably fell in the last five years. Not... Yeah, it's not every day. But yeah, I've definitely fallen. That's, I'm saying you got a pretty impressive track record if yeah. you've gone 20 years and it's not like fallen. 20 years without falling. Maybe not 20. Because I remember falling... Let's say 10. Because okay. I, I had a pretty good fall on ice when I was working here. But it was probably 10 years ago. Yeah, okay. Where I thought I broke my collarbone and Teddy had to come rescue me. How'd that go, And then Ted? massage my cracky. Did you, uh, did you have to go to the hospital, get an x-ray, or no. what happened? Teddy stuck his hand up there and said, all right, not broken, good. Hand up, and I'm trying to just figure out where the hand was going to get to your collarbone. <laughs> There's... Oh, I, I I meant tailbone. Did I say collarbone? You said collarbone. No, so, no. Oh, tailbone. I tailbone. Gotcha. Okay. That's right. He was, he the, was the massaging co- me. The coccyx is what you were thinking of. Sure. That's the tailbone. That's the that's the name of it. That's a thing. What's the matter, Ted? You're like miming something over I, there. I don't know what the hell you're doing. Do I have to dump that? I don't know. No, what that's, a, a that's a medical term. term. What are you doing? Dump it? I know. I'm just joking around. Come yeah. on. I'm on vacation tomorrow again. <laughs> I'm going to start using more. I'm going to use more like. Proper terms, Ted. Like when I'm eating my food, I'm going to say, look at me over here, just masticating all of my food. That's the food. That's what you're you're chewing. Just chewing your food. I've never heard that term. Masticating. Masticating. Mm -hmm. That's what that is. You're just eating your food. All right. You're chewing. Look, I have been around college football in the weird, sometimes gross world of recruiting for a long time. But have you seen that Brian Kelly dancing with the recruit video? (laughs) Oh, buddy, have I? That could be the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Look, I understand that you got to play these games with recruits. And I understand that these recruits want to have social media presence and, you know, more clicks on their profile means more NIL money down the road. I understand that. But this recruit, whose name I do not know, you know, committed. No, it's uh, Walker Howard is the guy. Walker, name. Texas Ranger, sure. and his coxum. <laughs> sure, that's what it's called. What Howard. is it called? It's coccyx. Coccyx. Yeah, come on, get it right. What are you? First year med student? He's get this masticating. Right. Sure. With his coccyx. Yeah. Anywho, he puts this, this hype video out where they're both standing on a platform back to back. Him and Brian Kelly. Lights go down. 
He's sort of like throwing a football up in the air. And Brian Kelly breaks out into this, I would assume, impromptu dance. Well, it's it's a weird... So this room they have, apparently LSU has some kind of setup. You know, have you ever seen the red carpet thing where a guy comes up to a celebrity and it's like, all right, Halle Berry, how you doing? All I need you to do is just turn around and look at the camera and make a motion, you know, with your hands. Do, do a little flourish yes. or wave. And then what they do is they have a super slow-mo camera that zooms in on them. And as they turn around, it looks like this ridiculously cool with flash bulbs going off. And all the person did was for a half second go, Meh. and then they, they turn that into something that's like 10 seconds long and looks really neat. LSU has a hype room. LSU has this. They have a slow motion camera that goes around you 360 while all around you there's lights and LSU backgrounds and all kinds of stuff. And there's a platform in the middle of it with lights all around it. It's meant to be filmed. And they both are standing back to back on the platform, which, number one, that is the most unnatural position I've ever seen two human beings stand in. But, yeah, the football recruit is just standing there with a football going like, yep, there we go, tossing up a football. Nothing too and, crazy. And the caption on Twitter was like, I found my coach or got I got my, my coach, coach yeah. or something like that. And yeah, Brian Kelly looks like a guy who is your drunk uncle at a wedding. Teddy, can you tweet this way out? too much. Find this, find this stupid video and tweet it out. It's at a- Man and Bone 971. Now, I know the answer to this is if they pay me $100 million, I'll dance like an idiot on social media too. And that's all well and good. But what I don't understand is how does this help you? get a rec- how does the recruit go that's what i wanted that's what i was looking for thanks for doing that like there's probably a billion reasons why he's picking lsu over whatever other school why is like this cannot be part of the reasoning right is there's me, a lot of guys me and brian kelly dance together on a pedestal no there's a lot of coaches that make a lot of money this is the first time i saw a video like that <laughs> you know it is it's it's weird it's creepy Again, tell me I have to do this to get $100 million. I'm doing it in a second. I just don't understand how it helps you with recruiting. I do not understand that. How's his fake Southern accent? He didn't talk to have this. that? He was just dancing to a, I think it was a Garth Brooks song, which right on brand, right? They're, it's Garth Brooks. It's the South. He's like, yee-haw, I'm here. How you doing? You're from Massachusetts? Oh, giddy up! I got friends in low places, uh-huh. Like, he's just, he's hamming it up there in LSU, all right. If it works for you, I guess. By the way, this dude who's a five-star quarterback recruit, yeah, he's from Lafayette, Louisiana. Now, like, I'm saying the recruiting for this kid couldn't have been that difficult. Like, difficult in the sense of the SEC? Sure. Difficult in the sense that you've got to do this doofy hype video then that was the deal right come on he's probably picking lsu because they just hired a big name coach he thinks they've got a lot of potential to build that program over the next couple years and he's from the state and probably has an affinity for lsu in the first place so all right did you have to go debase yourself like this to get this recruit i guess so to me he enjoys all of this maybe who knows finally i can let my freak flag fly (laughs) Not a Notre Dame. I'm guessing no, Notre, Notre Dame, Dame does Dame not have a hype room. It. No, that's what he. That was. That's why he left. Yeah, he went into Captain Captain Jack Sparrow's office every single year and said, "Where are my hype room?" You know, what and Captain Jack says, "Why are you talking like that? Give me my hype room. I'm leaving." This is a Kiki.
This is it's not this is not a hype room. This is what a kiki is. We've finally seen the inside of one, and that's what it looks like. Game show coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good evening. Watch out for an accident on Sunbury Road at Benchmark Drive. It is causing some slowdowns. This accident does involve injuries. Please be careful over here. You'll also find some slow traffic on I-71 northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. Plan about a five-minute delay. This traffic report is sponsored by Staples Store. Staples Connect has big savings on the hottest holiday tech gifts. Right now, Apple AirPods Pro are just $169. Explore all the great holiday tech at your local Staples Store or staplesconnect.com. In-store only. Offer ends on the 18th. Limit two. While supplies last, Staples Connect, the working and learning store. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Travel. Oh, hello! I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Did you feel that? It's your radio getting fatter. Getting fatter. Chubby time. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Got a big evening tonight here on The Fan. So Buckeye shows at 6. Two big hours of conversation with Timmy Hall and whoever's with Timmy Hall. Uh, I believe it's Antonio Pittman, this uh, former Buckeye running back. All right. So let him live. Then at 8 o'clock tonight, it is a special edition of Mad About Hoops. It is Timmy and Evil Bald Colin talking nothing but college basketball. That is 8 o'clock tonight. I love that. Then at 9.30 tonight... Jackets time in Vancouver. Vancouver had to sca- uh, cancel their morning skate this morning because of some positive COVID tests. However, it was not enough to move this game, so they will play this game tonight. Coverage starts at 9.30, puck drop 10 o'clock. Catch all the action right here on The Fan. Awesome. Looking forward to it. Big night here on The Fan. I don't think Line is playing tonight, is he? I know Elvis is in between the pipes. I think he, yeah, he skated yesterday, but I don't think we've heard anything official that he's in tonight, so... Maybe another game or two before he gets back. All right, game show time. All right, Mike, today we're doing South Pole Trivia. The game is called Know Your Pole. All right. In honor of Norwegian explorer Roald Amundsen. I'm much fatter than I used to be, so sometimes I have to really bend over to know your to pole. To know my pole. Yeah, well, he was the first to reach the South Pole on this date in 1911, 110 years ago. Let him live, even though he's long since been dead. So here we go. South Pole in Antarctica trivia. Number one, is Antarctica bigger than the United States? Yes or no? Are we are we counting just the, the rockiness or the, the ice? The, that, the, surface the surface area at its coldest is what I will tell you. The surface coldest, area at its coldest. The surface area at the coldest point of the year for Antarctica, meaning there would be the most ice. All right. So that's what we're counting. I'm going to say yes. You are correct. Uh, it is around 5.4 million square miles is Antarctica. Uh, it doubles in size in the winter yeah, well. because of the ice that builds up around it. The continent is twice the size of Australia, one and a half times the size of the U.S., and 50 times the size of the United Kingdom. So there you go. 
Next up, which receives more precipitation each year, Antarctica or the Sahara Desert? I've, I've, I know this, that it actually doesn't snow that often in Antarctica because it's too cold to snow. But I mean, the Sahara Desert, come on. Well, which one gets more precipitation? You know what? This is a trick question. I'm going to say the desert gets more precip than Antarctica. You are correct. Sahara receives twice as much precipitation as Antarctica, which that's four inches of rain for the Sahara Desert all year long. But yeah, the South Pole is known as, in in the Antarctica, known as the world's largest and most desolate region all over the entire globe. That's where it is. They get two inches of precipitation in the form of snow each year. That is it. Um, Are there polar bears at the South Pole in Antarctica? No, there are not. Correct. Penguins. There are lots of penguins. Yeah. Do you know why there's no polar bears there? Because there's nothing for them to eat. Well, good call. The, the brown bear of North America, that is the ancestor of the polar bear. Polar bears live in countries that surround the Arctic Circle because those countries and those areas are where brown bears come from. But there are no brown bears really in the southern hemisphere. So polar bears... Their ancestors were not there, and thus, even if they were there, they have no way to get to Antarctica anyway. So they can get to the North Pole much easier than they can, obviously, the South Pole. So that's why they don't exist. Uh, Next up, are there parts of Antarctica that are not covered by ice? Yes or no? Um, no. Yes, there are. There are, huh? Uh Around, we should vacation there. Well, around 1% of the continent is permanently ice-free. I didn't know that. Such areas are called dry valleys or Antarctic oasis. They are thought to be the world's harshest desert, and it's estimated that these areas haven't seen rain or snow in almost 2 million years. Wow. wow. They, they say these places never get touched by any precipitation. So, of course, nothing grows there. It is the most desolate part of the most desolate part of the planet. Uh, What is found in Antarctica more than in any other place in the world? Meteorites or fossils? I don't don't think it's a hotbed for fossils, but what the hell do I know? I'm going to say meteorites. Lots of meteorites. You're right. According to scientists, meteorites land everywhere with almost equal probability, but... If they fall in a humid jungle climate, moisture and oxygen tend to corrode them. In Antarctica, where there is mostly a dry climate, they exist and stay in existence for many, many, many years. So you can find very old meteorites in Antarctica if you were to go and look for them. Uh, They also say that more than 20,000 samples of rock from unknown sources have been collected since 1976. All right. So there you go. What percentage of the world's ice is found in Antarctica? Is it 50%, 70%, or 90% of the world's ice? Of the world's in Antarctica. Ice. 70%. Teddy knows. Does Around he? 90% of oh, the world's wow. ice. Wow. And 70% of the fresh water wow. is well, in Antarctica. Trapped there in the ice. Yeah. I don't know when Rothman got here, but very exciting. The average thickness of the Antarctic ice is one mile. And if they estimate, if all of the ice in the Antarctic melted, 
sea levels would rise a mere 200 feet. Well, that's quite a thing. 200 feet. That's quite a thing. You would have completely different cotton. Everything would be different. The continents would all be changed. We would, yes, it would be very bad. Uh, next up, the world's largest iceberg was found in Antarctica and was larger than which country? Jamaica, Great Britain, or India? India is pretty damn big. It is pretty big. You're telling right. me there was, a, there was an iceberg as big as India? That's the question. You have to answer it. All right, no way it's as big as India. I'll say Great Britain. Ooh, sorry. Larger than Jamaica. All right, that's uh, reasonable. World's largest recorded iceberg was India. iceberg Get the hell out B-15, of which featured around 100... It was 183 miles long and 23 miles wide with a surface area of 4,200 square miles. That is larger than the island of Jamaica. Uh, in 2000, the iceberg broke up into smaller icebergs and later drifted away into the sea. So oh, well, it doesn't exist now. anymore. Uh, next up, has anyone ever been born in Antarctica? Yes or no? Well, they got researchers down there and stuff. I assume that at some point, maybe somebody came early. You know, baby came out early. Maybe they thought they'd be back from their expedition. I'm going to say yes. I want the answer to be no, just because I want to like laugh at you for that. But you're actually spot on. Good job. 1978, Emilio Marcos Palma made history by being the first person to be born on Antarctica. His father was the head of the Argentine Army Detachment at the Esperanza Research Base. Since then, 10 more people have been born on the continent. All right. But Palma's birthplace is the southernmost point that any human has ever been born. Uh, And finally, can your cell phone get a signal in Antarctica? Yes or no? Um, I mean, the guy like satellite phones. No, your cell phone. Like a, a, re- a regular cell phone. I would say no. You would be incorrect. No. In one part of Antarctica, in the Via Las Estrellas, that is the, the town of the stars, founded in 1984 by Pinochet, who was, you know, Chile's dictator at the time. If you say so. Wanted to increase their presence and say hey chile is part of antarctica this is our we we are part of this stop there's the u.s is here and other people are here but this is our spot he built that town and that town has lots of researchers that still live there to this day they have a school a hospital a hostel a post office internet and even tv and mobile phone coverage so yes you can if you have a cell phone there there's a way to get a cell signal out of there I want you to do a bone of education on Chile. Okay. Because I find that country fascinating. Just long and thin. Long and narrow. Long and narrow. They and also have some very desolate deserts, but they're very cold. They're not like, you know, not like the Sahara, but they are very desolate. A lot of, lot of places there as well. Same thing. Right. Thank you, Bone. You're welcome. Back page coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good evening. Some slow traffic to watch out for right now. You are going to find some slowdowns on 71 southbound between 11th Avenue and East Broad Street. More delays on 71 northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. And more delays on westbound 670 between I-71 and 4th Street. This traffic report is sponsored by Batteries Plus Bulbs. At Batteries Plus, they do more than fix phones and tablets. They help their neighbors power their lives. Visit Batteries Plus in-store, curbside, and online to save $10 on Duracell Ultracar batteries. For offer details and limitations, visit BatteriesPlus.com. On the NRA with fan traffic. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. 
She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Buckeye Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, the fine host of the Buckeye Show, your friend and mine, Timmy Hall. Hello, Timmy. Oh, you guys. Bone man. Busy night. You are busy tonight. You got I've Buckeye got Show at to six. Oh. You've got a special version of Mad About Hoops with Evil Bald Colin at eight. Is that live or taped? Live, baby. Live, huh? Live. Yeah. Haven't you seen him out there? He stayed. He didn't go home. Evil Bald Colin? I think he went to Raising Cane's. That was about it. He didn't He's talk back. to me. I didn't see him. He's just back there at the desk, all right. plowing away. Did he get the Kaniac? Oh, yeah. That's the way to go. Probably with two extra fingers, too, to push it to 10. Mm, mm, <laughs> I love that. I was all excited for some Raisin Canes the other day. And I go to the one closest to my house. Yeah. And I pull up, and there are cones in the drive through lane. There were cones. Oh, no. Cones. And I'm like, well, did they Bobby Carpenter this thing? They just sleep in and forget? <laughs> And so they had a little sign up on the drive-thru that said, due to staff cuts or shortages or something, this location is only open from 4 to 8. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Man. Ruined my whole day. Can I tell you? I'm going to guess between 4 to 8, they're still covering everything. Like, I have been to those places. They're not covering me. No, not you. I'm saying they're... 11, typically? No, 10.30. Oh, 10.30 well, a.m., huh? Some locations open at 10.30. They should do like a little uh, chicken breakfast sandwich, a little chicken finger breakfast that's sandwich. That's not how they roll. What they are, only do one thing. They do what? chicken fingers, and that's no. it. That's all they do. <laughs> all no. right, all right, no. Well, first of all, what would be different? Would you like an egg on there? No, biscuit. Yeah, I'll have a biscuit. Trust me, Timmy, I would love to have their chicken on a biscuit. I'm just saying that's not what they do. It doesn't go. No, their, their chicken thing. doesn't go on a biscuit. Why wouldn't it? No. Do you want to try it? No, I don't want to try it. It's not crispy enough. It's oh, like see, it's like the time. You're right. No, you're yeah. right. It's like it, Kane's chicken belongs in its own lane. It's a finger. It's a finger. <laughs> I get I get it. It's it's not crispy enough. And I actually think if you get the 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 sandwich at Kane's, you should go right to jail. <laughs> <laughs> well, have you seen this? Now, <laughs> I don't know if you fair. I don't know if you've caught this, but people will take you can get an extra toast. You take the two toasts, you put a couple fingers on the toast. You do the toast. You sandwich. put some sauce. Fry. No, you put, well that too. You put fries, sauce, maybe some slaw. If you get the coleslaw, all that. All right. Oh, you're put doing all that like on a, there. A permanti okay. canes, and then, right and then here. you and then you press hey, it. Permanti canes. No, yeah, but you press it in the you know in the panini press. Oh man, and oh, then, that would really be nice. And then you cut it in half. Must be nice to have a panini press. That's the sandwich you eat. And I, I would give that. I've never done it, but it looks appetizing. I will say, I've never had the chicken finger sandwich there. Is it just on a regular bun? Yeah, it's a regular yeah. bun. Why wouldn't they do it on the Texas toast? That's I a good question. A great like question. I don't know. Why that should be the thing. It's right there for you. You know what? Just get rid of the sandwich. Just do fingers. Yeah, and that's I'm with it. him. But let's do breakfast. I sandwiches. also, and maybe I'm, I'm the only one here, and I'm just an old man. I don't need a riddle when I come. <laughs> I don't need you to rhyme something clever. 
Right, I'm just a fat ass looking for a quick, greasy lunch. I don't want to have to deal with your little limerick. Ah, chicken, ah, chicken, which combo you pick? I don't, I don't need yeah. it. I don't need it. I've seen the response to that, which I cluck, can't cluck, fully... Cluck, and a turd duck, duck, duck. I can't, I can't fully repeat the response I've seen, which is great, but I saw someone who virally posted this where they said, clickety-clackety-cluck, here's what the bleep I want. <laughs> And I appreciate you that. You know the employees don't uh, want to do it either. No. But they all sound so filled with joy. Like, That's honestly, because someone's got a gun to their head while they're doing <laughs> they it. They don't sound, they honestly sound like they're filled with joy yes. when they deliver it. It's a special what talent. Now think, they train that into them. Maybe it's a little easier to do your job as a order taker at a restaurant when the only option is the chicken fingers. How many you want? Two, three, four. That's it. It's not oh, like I don't oh, know. I want, There's some idiots out there. I'm just saying it's not I'm like sure oh, it gets I want, hard. I want hot cakes, and then also I want this salad thing. And then they're like, "Where's that? No one orders that." Now it's just like I want the four. I want the three. That's all I want. I always feel this when I'm behind someone in a drive-through line, or whether it's the ATM, because once a year I feel like you do that. Why does it take so long? I feel like I, I have a clock in my head. When I get up there, I, I say... You know the answer. I look at Sarah and I say, honey, I'm going to do this in 20 seconds. You know the Watch. answer. 20 seconds. Because there people for four are stupid. I was behind somebody at Wendy's so the other dumb. day. I actually heard them because my window was open. His window was open. <laughs> Woman comes on the speaker. What can I get you? I don't know. I'm looking. Give me a second. Uh, and then he sits there and she says, all right, well, whenever you're ready. And then he sits there for two minutes examining uh, the menu. Is it your first time on earth? Just pick. Pick. It's a burger or a fry or a chicken nugget. I like the person who's compelled to go to the fast food restaurant, but then as they get there, they're like, I don't actually know why I came here. I'll have to think about it. Like when I drive to a certain fast food restaurant, it's because I'm thinking I want a quarter pounder with cheese, large fry, large Coke. Yep. That's yep. what I'm getting, and yep. as soon as they ask, Once I tell in a them while, that. You'll drive up and say, "Oh, McRib is back." I I'll didn't take know it. that. I'll take, I'll take that, that instead. instead. For four seconds for me to decide. <laughs> yeah, right. God, I was just at the Chicky Filet like an hour ago. It's like five these, minutes. It's like someone's running. Van. They're running five minutes from like the cops, and they're like, "I gotta escape." Drive through, and they pull in. They're like, "Uh, food order." I didn't think of that. I'm trying to hide. Like, why are you there if you're not ordering food? All right, we gotta go. Mm. Ted's getting mad. I don't have time to t- ask getting you what's so on the show. Mad. I'll set it up. The back page. The back page with Common Man and T Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call one eight hundred Cooling. Bone. Hey, Mike. Dick Van Dyke turned ninety six years young Let today. Him live, Let man. him live. Back to you. There you go. Hello. Yeah, chim chimery, chim chimery, chim chim chimery. Well, we have time now because that was a horrible back page. So well, I thought we had no time. What's coming up on the Buckeye Show? Everybody's tonight? yelling at me to get out of here. We got to go. They were, I was, I was going to say, I'll set it up in the first segment. We got two full hours with Antonio Pittman. We are it, we're trying to get Gabe Powers from Marysville, from Boneland. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. So the only thing is, we've been talking on social media. And I have to get a <laughs> you have to get a confirmation. Yeah, okay, a confirmation on that, and uh, we'll give some Buckeye leaves tonight. Man, and we'll talk sell, basketball. What a sell that <laughs> yeah, was! Right, right, right. I'm talking to some guy it. on Twitter. Right. For those who don't know, well, he's Gabe, one of the top players in their class. Gabe so Powers he's pretty busy right now. Committed to the Buckeyes to play football. Yes, for those not yes. aware, yes, he's in the 2022 class. He's one of the highlights of All this right, class. I'm just saying maybe you hold off to mention it until you. <laughs> Nail something down. <laughs> well, 
I don't know how to. Uh, there, there's there's something else there. All right, I just all I right. need to get his number. All right, okay. that's all it is. He Gabe. said he was coming on. Gabe, Gabe, call Tim. Give us a call. Yeah, it's six thirty three. Because you're on. You're up, buddy. What happens if he doesn't call? What are you going to do? I don't know. Then uh, evil bald column will come in here and dance around, and we'll talk some more basketball as we Great. get ready for a thing at eight o'clock. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. Buckeye show coming up next. We'll see you tomorrow. Common man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good evening. You'll find that earlier accident on Sunbury Road at Benchmark Drive. That accident has cleared from the roadway. All lanes have reopened in that area. And slowdowns to watch out for on 71 northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. Traffic report is sponsored by eBay Motors. eBay Motors has the right parts at the right prices, 122 million of them. And if there's one thing that you love, it's great parts and great prices. eBay Motors, let's ride. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Oh, hello! I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. The Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM HD1 Columbus. The fan. Hey, Common Man here. I know what you're thinking. This guy again. But we have some special bonus stuff for you. Sponsored, of course, by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. One is angry. The other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Bald. Bald, bald. Here's man and bone. I want to point something out. All right. I, too would be bald if I don't if I didn't take these pills every single day. <laughs> I've been taking the Propecia pills or whatever the generic is called now. Yeah. For almost twenty years. It's called amateur Pecia. <laughs> I didn't think about it for a second. Good job. <laughs> and I'm so terrified that if I stop taking these pills, like my hair will just fall out in one day. All of it. Yeah. Well it's funny because we were watching last night I had the NBA games on and uh ESPN I'm trying to remember who was alongside uh, Richard Jefferson. I wanted, Richard I Jefferson. Yes. Uh, maybe, I don't remember. It's one of the bald guys that does ESPN broadcast, whatever. And so Richard Jefferson is obviously shaved head. This guy also shaved head, you know, probably trying to forestall the inevitable. And Melissa's like, wow, man, everybody's just, you know, out here not embracing their baldness. And I'm like, You're, I, I too shave. Like, I don't let it grow long. I don't have like the, you know coconut with a hulu skirt on it like no i'm not gonna do that different look and you can't shave it all the way no you can't be totally bald you look like a clan member thanks you you would you would look like a total clan member if you were totally bald i would think you look like a clan member if you show up with a hood on like that makes you yeah but don't you just stop what am i supposed to do i'm bald like i just you have that look to you a fat white guy there's bald. No, is there are it? other white people who can pull it off. I'm just saying that that's not something you could pull off. I don't think. 
No, I have like shaved it all the way down. It's too much maintenance. That's I don't know if people realize that's a lot of shaving. That is you got to do it every day. Yeah, oh yeah, to get the to get the cue ball look. Yeah, like I have the stubble going, and sometimes it gets a little longer. Then I have to shave it back down. But the the cue ball polished dome thing. That's a whole nother level. Like of Stanley Tucci. Stanley Tucci is a white guy, but he can pull off the shaved head look without you looking at Stanley Tucci like, oh, he's going to burn a cross on somebody's lawn. But you're you, saying, I, I think you're people saying get the wrong impression. You would accuse me of it even though you know me and know I would never do right. something like that. I that's, know, I know, I've known you the, for years. That's bad. But I would just yell well, racist at you and run away. Well, I'm glad I don't shave my head all the way down then. Is it okay where it is now? Because well, I just fine want, now. Okay, good. I yeah, just want to make sure. like every other fat... Soccer yes, loving guy. Good. Right I don't. <laughs> I don't want to give off any vibes that are not accurate. So good. All right. A special thank you for consuming all the stupidity we can safely shove down your gullet. Come back for more podcast. And again, the podcast is sponsored by our friends because they pay us. Care, heating, and cooling. Call one eight hundred cooling when you need a company you can trust. Stop listening now. The podcast is over. Turn it off. Go do something. 